0: It's time for the Ghostfire Media Network Podcast Show, featuring the stars of iRacing's IVRL and the AOLL. Now here's your host, the Ghostfire Media Network crew. Oh, that would be good.
1: Alrighty, welcome to the Ghostfire Media Podcast. Oh man, how's everybody doing tonight? I am your host, uh, Adam Wood, and to, uh, it's always this way for me, I believe. That's Carl, no. that's Josh. It, it's the
0: other way. Every, every,
1: yeah. I'm always the top uh, top left here, and I always go right. Carl's always to my right on the screen, so that's what I'm gonna go with. Your stuff's backwards. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm to your right, but you were pointing. Uh, Maybe you're well, seeing
1: you're seeing reverse, but I am. Oh yeah, it's belly.
0: mirrored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean, if it
0: works, it works.
1: But uh, yeah, so uh, that's Carl. That's Josh, man. Uh, we're coming out to one of our one of our last podcasts for the year here. Uh, all the leagues are concluding. Uh, it's going to be a vacation time, the holidays, and uh, we're going to go ahead and. Uh, kick it off tonight episode number 30 the week of the champions so uh before we get into uh pulling in our stuff we're gonna start uh talking let's uh start talking about carl how was your week man man i had a uh freaking solid week it was um i got my uh beard
2: trimmed uh yesterday and it's uh looking all nice we uh uh they uh every year in columbia here they uh do something called Vista Lights uh, to kick off the Christmas season where they um, they do not light up the light in front of the or light up the tree in front of the state house here. Uh, that would be too easy because it's an actual Christmas tree. <laughs> no, instead, they light up. There's a big ceremony to light up this random tree uh, in downtown. It's not a Christmas tree. It's, it's literally just a tree. And they put lights on it, and they light it up, and people are always confused every year. Uh, but that was good times last night. They uh, had a few drinks uh, and all that. So. so,
1: but and they're also really confused because that always happens, you know, the day after Thanksgiving or something like that. Now, why are we lighting up Christmas lights before well, so, Thanksgiving? Well, so so
2: yeah, so uh, the statehouse tree gets lit up after Thanksgiving. But I think the idea behind it is this is just sort of the non Christmas lights lights, if that makes sense. I Made for I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I Listen, my wife was telling me last night, like, on the way there, she's like, can we listen to Christmas music in the car? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no. Give give Thanksgiving its time. We cannot rob Thanksgiving. Yes. And we'll, we'll, a, a day after, I'm good.
0: I can't say anything. The Christmas tree is already up in my house.
1: <laughs>
0: I, and My wife, I literally came home. I think it was last Friday. And it was just up.
1: I'm, I'm just getting the uh, little Debbie's Christmas tree. I'm going to put it in the corner back here. So ne- next podcast we have, uh, if we do have one uh, later just uh, for uh, shits and giggles, I'm going to have it back there taped to the wall. I'm going to my Christmas tree for everybody.
2: So there was, uh, when I worked at an ad agency years back, we uh, we used to do this uh, uh, Festival of Trees thing that was like, you know, everyone would like submit trees to be judged on, that sort of thing. And um, one year we did a, a Christmas tweet and what it was we built out a plywood christmas tree like basically a pyramid wrapped it in garland put a monitor on it and then uh had it uh display tweets uh live when you did a certain hashtag um and someone actually bought it which is shocking um, (laughs) it was literally a plywood pyramid
0: i mean it was the technology inside that they Mm. were mostly interested in
2: so that's that's really it for me it's been it's been very relaxing this week with much less racing going on.
0: Yes. Uh, I, I will say that that is a blessing and a curse. Last night felt a little hollow not having TNT for the first time since the middle of January. But I filled it with Dirt 5, so.
1: I filled it with binge watching on Netflix, so yeah, that was fun. So, uh, Josh, how was your uh, your week outside of uh, not having as much racing to do? Uh,
0: I slept. I slept <laughs> a lot. That's the biggest thing yeah. that I have missed, because by the time you're done racing, broadcasting, You're, you're it's, amped up. It's late. You're just got done either running a race so the adrenaline's going, or excited to watch a finish. So, and some of us, Adam, are in central time to where... <laughs> It's not done by 10, it's closer to 11.
1: Oh yeah, I feel the pain. I'm only here for three months, man. Uh, I'll be back on the East Coast, so this will be great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing the video games that I need to get caught up on that aren't iRacing. Just about to restart Diablo 2 again.
2: Oh, we'll have to uh, try to see if we can play that together at some point.
0: Uh, If there's cross-play, because I actually got it as part of a bundle i actually bought a xbox series S uh, X for someone and it was part of it and he was just like no you can go ahead and keep that okay
2: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't have it on xbox
0: i was hoping it would be cross-played where i could just put <laughs> it on my computer like everything else that microsoft's doing these days but no that's too easy
2: yeah
1: so adam how about you man well, uh, this week's been a good week for me. Uh, we started out, you know, we crowned a champion in Fuel Racing League. We'll bring him on a little bit. You know, it was great to kind of finish that league off. And then uh, Wednesday night, I had a hell of a time running there. Just had a, a shitty finish, but a uh, great great run. Uh, work's been great so far. Uh, kind of uh, shading them as much as possible. Uh, not really doing that, so it's awesome. And then uh, today I was able to uh, get the official word and have my official orders for retirement. So I am uh, a very happy man because uh, it's now officially official that I am going to be retired and uh, the Army is blessed off on it. So I can't wait. Um, you know, starting to plan everything. Can't wait to be home with the family in three months or just a little over three months now. i get to move back to the East Coast and be with them and uh, take off the uniform for once. It's awesome like man. it's your underwear. It's 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 something uh you wear twenty four seven, man. Uh it's it, it, you know, a little shield that you can really take off and uh, not have to worry about that uh that weight. And then uh my daughter, what's up, broski? She's out there in YouTube land saying hey to me. But uh
0: yeah, we've also got Justin Anderson, Tim St. Jean, and John Gordon out there. So. Wanting to hear our takes, hear from all the winners, and
1: how's everybody maybe... else's date weeks gone? You know, we always talk about us. That's a good I'm, point. You know, you guys tell us what, how your guys is week. Adam can th- can grow a fantastic Carl beard in three months. Yes, uh, and then my wife will shave it off in the middle of the night. She's already threatened me. She said I can have a small like stubble, like five o'clock shadow ish maybe like a three-day shadow-ish. But, you know, whenever I start looking like Josh or Carl, yeah, she's already threatened to kill me. So I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to do my best to try to grow it out there. And then I'm going to have to shave it off when I come back here in June to uh, say my final goodbyes. Yeah, I mean, on-
2: honestly, you-, you just have to... I-, I mean, I didn't really ask. I just started growing it. So uh, just-, just let it happen, man.
1: Well, you know, uh, being with her for 18 years now, you know, and this is about all she's seen. She's yeah. used to this, uh, so uh, she doesn't uh, doesn't understand the beard. Sleep life. on the
0: couch for a week or two. Let her get <laughs> used got, to I,
1: it. I got like you know, two other bedrooms. I go sleep in or something. So I'm
2: I'm I'm just saying it might uh you know uh add some excitement to the uh,
0: marriage. So I'm saying. <laughs> Are you saying that's needed? I'm not saying it is or isn't. But I mean, after that long, I mean. <laughs> Even the daughter saying, keep it short.
1: <laughs> but, she, but she also hates it uh, when I shave my beard off. She's like, who are you? <laughs> so like, you know, when I go on leave or something during COVID time, I was able to kind of grow a little bit of a little bit of a stubble, and then I'd shave it off, and she's like, you're weird. Stop that. <laughs> oh, man. So we got Justin out there saying uh, he didn't win a championship, so he's pretty shitty. Thanks for asking
0: notice no reference to the broken finger mm.
1: yeah
2: uh, i i I'm, I'm actually i don't even think his finger was actually broken i think he was just faking it. <laughs> oh i could use. show you the photo That oh, is. oh i mean oh yeah i Bruce can, can find
1: photos online too
2: and say it's, yeah you, you can, know my you, fingers you can do all sorts of things with photoshop and you know
0: i'm just saying
2: let's see you need uh, an excuse oh. getting we, beat we, by blake we, in two leagues
0: we, we have Ed Springer, who, unfortunately, I, I I really feel for you there with the 10 days of quarantine for COVID. Yeah, no. No.
1: Well, hopefully it's uh, just uh, precautionary and not actually for COVID. Just, you know, precautionary tale, and you just get 10 days of kind of vacation.
0: Yeah, those are kind of nice, but if it ha- actually is COVID, those 10 yeah. days suck. <laughs> yeah. All right,
1: well... We've uh, let our champion uh, wait too long here. Let's go ahead and bring him in. All righty, Mr. Alan Elwood, the Fuel Racing League's 2021 B champion, man. Welcome to the party. How's it going? Going great, guys.
0: How are you guys doing? I mean, having a great time. I like the fact that there's a trophy there now. I had to make it
3: look like I won a trophy. This is really just a it says from 2015. trophy from, like... Yeah, I was going to say, this is kind of ancient, but, you know...
0: You just had, had to, had to had lift to, it up. Now have some sort 15. of representation. Yeah. <laughs> you mean yeah. you haven't gotten your hand-drawn car yet?
3: No, that's uh, that's coming, though. That's coming, though. Yeah, he, he posted I'm in the... I'm really
0: excited to see that.
1: Yeah, he posted on the uh, YouTube uh, on our Championship race on Monday night. said he can't wait to see who wins the race, of, who he gets to draw. So, uh... Pick one of your favorite uh, schemes, man.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, no. He he had asked a couple weeks ago for some of us to, to well, everybody that was involved in the finals to send a picture of their car, a couple pictures. Um, so I had sent him a, a couple weeks ago. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to see how this thing turns out. I've already seen his work. Uh, you know, when we first were talking to him about coming on as a sponsor for the league to do this. And I told him, I said, this is probably, if not arguably like the most cool thing i've won for a league championship to to see how this portrait uh turns out with the car so
1: i i really really like the time lapse you know you know it's not just a portrait itself but you know him creating it that was actually pretty cool
3: yeah yeah he he's super talented um like I, i i money's always great of course trophies are cool but something unique that you know you're gonna be one of only a few that get this opportunity to have something like that is uh is pretty
2: awesome
1: and this man's already got his small christmas tree up in the background too so he's yeah not- i was going to
2: comment on that we were we we're talking about starting <laughs> christmas early i mean somebody here on the podcast had to
1: <laughs> I, mine's just upstairs
0: that's all it is it's fully up the only thing we need to do is we have I have to make order <laughs> ornament uh hangers for a set that my wife physically made last year. She knitted little tiny sweaters that were Star Wars villains. They're nice. Freaking amazing. But, uh, yeah, I have to actually physically make the hangers for them. And I've just been lazy.
1: Sounds fun. Yeah, man. Well, so I, we've had you on recently, you know, you, yeah, a couple of weeks back there, we, we had you on and uh, you were pegged as one of the favorite guys going into the uh, finals here and uh, you're able to do it, man. Um, you know, talk us through this season, man. What was, you know, what was your thought process throughout everything uh, from start to finish? Like, I, I know you ran consi- cons- consistently up front, had pace all season, but You know, what was your thoughts uh, at the beginning, middle, near the end? Did you think you actually could win it or it was still kind of like out of reach?
3: Um, At the beginning of the season, I I think from the the beginning to midway point, I wasn't really sure kind of where I stood, uh, like within, say, like a top five. Uh, I was struggling to find victory lane because I think I talked about it last time I was on, you know, I had won quite a few races the, the prior season. So, at the at the same time, when we were overlooking the, the driver roster and stuff like that to start this season, we knew that it was going to be a lot tougher. Uh, you know, people in itself, uh, the roster that we had, the people that came back had gotten better. Um, you know, had seen that progression through last season. And I knew that it was going to be tough going into this season uh, with those guys alone, and then you bring on some fresh blood. You're not really sure exactly maybe what you're going to get there. But some guys, you have an idea of how quick they are. And so going halfway through the season, you know, I don't, I think I'd maybe gotten one win up to that point. I think it was Kansas. And so I just really wasn't sure at that point, you know, how my luck was going to fall. Because some of that is luck, you know, like you do have skill involved as well. But some of that's luck, whether it be cautions, flying your way or, uh, you know, pit strategy doing the right thing there um but then I found myself getting more momentum as the season went on and especially the big tracks I don't know why like I'm usually pretty good everywhere um but it's just like the big tracks is where my luck was falling and I was getting the, the wins so knowing that we were going into essentially I guess you could say like 3 mile and a half tracks. I know Nashville's not quite that big, but and then you also have Auto Club which is a little bigger, but you you have bigger tracks that you're going to in the finals. I was like, you know, if I'm if I'm doing good on tracks like Michigan, Kansas, places like that, then I know if I could just get past road Atlanta, then I was going to have a really good shot at it. Um so I I kind of felt like toward the end of the year I kind of hit my stride. And I really wanted redemption for the season prior because I felt like I had the championship wrapped up last year and I had to miss a race. Um, and and that just kind of put a, a, you know, like it, there was just no way I was going to be able to come back from the points that I had lost from that race. It was the second to last race of the year. So we went into Chicago. I was like 20 points behind. There was there was just no way. Um, but this year I knew that I, I had to put my best foot forward uh, with the guys that we had competition wise and and
2: uh it worked out it was awesome so yeah i mean you, you were you mentioned there and i think that's a really good point about how you i mean it feels like once the playoffs started you kind of came alive I and mean, you weren't bad all season by any means uh but i feel like you really kind of turned it up to another level did that come down i mean was it more practice time was it um uh, just favorable track selection what, what was it
4: um
2: I, i'll be I'll be quite honest I don't
3: really do a lot of practice um a, a me and a lot of guys on the team like usually what we'll do is we'll just uh we'll show up we'll do the hour of practice that we're given um and basically figure everything out at that point um i just i've never been a real big person in a practice like especially now with dynamic tracks and and stuff like that you know we have a little bit of variance it's not huge but you know, our admin, Will, when he sets up the server, he does set up a little bit of variance for the weather, as you guys know. And so you can practice one day and it just be kind of a little bit different than maybe what you're going to get into in a race. And you you might, if you do practice, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you might develop some habits that maybe you don't need to have that night. So I like to come in fresh and just figure the track out, the weather, everything at that point. Um... But yeah, like, I think those tracks, I knew Auto Club, again, as I had mentioned the last time, like, I can have a love-hate relationship with it. Uh, I wasn't expecting to go in there and, and win the race. I thought maybe Top 5 was probably a really good effort. Um, but that night, just everything clicked and, and uh, had a really strong showing. And then I knew Atlanta, I've always been really good at. Uh, but Nashville was the place where everybody was new. You know, everybody went into that race. You some some guys hadn't even bought the track yet, I don't think. So we're going into that race. Some people hadn't even turned a lap. Um, I had turned some. But just those bigger tracks I tend to have more confidence with. And like short tracks are kind of hit or miss for me, like Martinsville, Bristol, stuff like that. It's just kinda eh. I I've never really been too fond of those, especially in I racing. Um but, yeah, just like coming down to those bigger tracks, like I said, once I got past Road Atlanta, you get past that road course kind of iffy thing uh that I knew I had a really good chance going to those last few tracks.
0: I mean, I would even argue that Road Atlanta wasn't the a horrid showing. I would say it was respectable, but obviously not nearly the kind of talent for you that we got to see once we hit the ovals
3: yeah um there was just some stuff that i couldn't quite figure out you know when you guys were we doing the race you saw like justin morton thomas Bressy, those guys had that track figured out there by race time and i think maybe you know a couple different corners i had gearing selection that was wrong you know i was going through maybe in second one i should have been in third or something like that um and a lot of that track is just momentum based uh you know a couple hard braking zones but yeah, like road courses aren't necessarily bad for me. Um, like Sebring, you know, Red Bull Ring, all all those turned out pretty well for me this year. Um, and you have to definitely have good finishes there, of course, if you're gonna be in contention. Because uh, if if you end up dipping a wheel and you end up in the tire barriers and you finish dead last or something, I mean, that's just as bad as anywhere else. Like you yeah. you have to have good finishes everywhere, and. I, I was really happy with, I think, for the majority except for, like, North Wilkesboro and uh, USA, which we've talked before were disasters anyway, in multitude of reasons. Um, but just getting past those and, and getting toward the finals uh, was, a, uh, was a big goal in the beginning.
0: I'll be honest, those kind of disastrous races, for me, those are some of my favorite ones, because it's and. Yeah, of course, we've got Blake Gordon out there saying that he liked <laughs> USA. That's not surprising in any way, shape, or form because that was the wonder most, who won that race. <laughs> the most asinine setup that I think I've ever run, and I just did it temporarily.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I, I think that was the one that you and I both broadcasted, and because um, mm-hmm. we had the and um, I because uh, I, I was I ran practice for that, and I was fully prepared to run it. I actually liked it too. I don't know if it was just me, but I was enjoy I enjoyed the way it felt in the car, and a lot better than Martinsville because I struggled at Martinsville.
0: Yeah, I I like the weird setups to where it takes 100% focus at all times, and there can be no laps because when I have those lapses, so are a bunch of other people.
3: Agreed. Um, yeah, no, like, I, that track in itself races well. It's 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 big enough for those cars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not like it's super scrunched. Like, there's room to race. It just depends on the setup, and I just don't think the setup was quite there to make it the best of races. But th- that track, I don't think, should be written off as like, oh, they can never go back there again. Like, I, I think it could be given another shot if setup was a little tweaked and, you know, made a couple adjustments. I, I think it could be a really good show, to be honest.
1: I mean, I like yeah. it better than uh, Martinsville because the little bit of uh, banking there that it has compared to Martinsville. You're able to, you know, not have the huge, huge of breaking zone there, but you still have a monumental be- breaking zone there and you're able to kind of rotate the center of the corner way better than Martinsville, you know, and you get a, a better drive off in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're going to have the right setup to do that. <laughs> you, you end
0: up on the high line, you have one lap before you've lost it rather than a half a turn. That's right. That, yeah. Like, that's it. That's part of the reason why what, I like what, USA. Why is your
1: friendship terminated with me? What did I do? Because you don't like Martinsville. Oh, well, I mean, whenever he gaps me by like eight seconds, yeah, I don't like Martinsville. I still finish second in two of the races I raced there, but uh, you still gap me by like eight seconds.
0: <laughs> and, and apparently, we're supposed to ask from Cameron Hearn if you still love him.
1: I do
3: tremendously.
1: Are you going to send him his, that trophy <laughs> from
3: 2015? If he wants it, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Just send me your address, Cameron. Will, I'll ship it
2: out tonight. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Cameron doesn't live too far uh, from me. Uh, I think he lives uh, somewhere in South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Um... So, uh, and I'm right in the center, so it's, it can't be too far. <laughs> it was yeah. All well, Columbia. you know, if, if
3: everybody's nice enough to him, I know that he's uh, in the process of finishing a new house. So if everybody's nice to him, maybe we could just have an end of season party at his place. Oh,
2: I'd be down for that.
0: Yeah. He's in Columbia.
1: So there wait, you go. Col- wait, 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 hold on. Cameron's in heard. Columbia. That's what he said on YouTube. Oh yeah.
0: shit. Well, hot damn.
1: I'm in Columbia too.
3: I know he's. A, I know he's a big King, King Cox fan. So I'm a big Gamecocks fan as well.
1: Yeah, Carl always tells us about how he loves the cocks. So <laughs> love the cocks. If you ever them. notice the colors of his car, dude. Yeah, you drive through uh, Columbia, South Carolina. There's cocks everywhere on everybody's cars. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, no, it's
2: not just cars. I mean, it's. Yeah, well, it's I don't only
1: see you know I only see the cars when I drive through. Columbia. Yeah, we'll, we'll
2: we'll we'll keep it PG, but. Uh...
1: <laughs> oh man. So you were talking about, you know, the talent level in there and new surprisers and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll, we'll go with both the driver and the admin hat, you know, you being the admin there, uh, you know, looking at the full field, like who was the surpriser of the season, both, you know, people that used to race there and newcomers.
3: Hmm. Um, I'll say of people that raced there previously, I thought that Thomas Bressy made huge strides on the ovals. Um, you know, like I knew his strength on road courses, but I thought that he made good strides on the ovals to kind of complete his his skill package um uh, you know he you felt like not just at road courses but like every every single track that you went to, he was probably gonna be one of the top two three to beat, so um, I thought as far as guys coming back, you know he was probably the one that that sticks out in my mind, and then of people coming in um I would have to say probably Blake just for the simple fact of, you know, never raced with him before, never never knew of him. Um, but with you guys, you know, coming on board and then us kinda intertwining with the different leagues that you guys uh broadcast for, it was nice to have some guys come into the league and Blake Gordon stood out to me as far as his talent level. Um, you know, I'd seen him on a couple of your guys' broadcasts, be up front, stuff like that, but uh you don't know really all that much until you actually race the guy and I thought between just battling him on track and and uh, just the, the the sheer speed that he showed uh, was probably a guy that I would say you know stuck out to me the most as far as the
0: new people. I I think I think he probably has goals for next season.
3: Oh, for sure. I think he could definitely you know if, if he comes back I'm I one hundred percent you know think that he could compete for a championship for sure. Uh, he just he has that speed. He has the skill. Um, just get the finishes down and and yeah i think he's he's right there
0: for sure i'll tell you if you do want to keep him towards the back the intermediates not his thing <laughs> yeah just keep putting intermediate put him there. on the put him on the short tracks. <laughs> do all mile and a half
3: tracks on the <laughs> schedule sorry Blake.
0: do those give him a little bit extra time and on the road courses in the car yeah he'll fight you guys Oh, by the way, Cameron Hearn, I don't remember what kind of bourbon went into my old-fashioned today because it was just grab a bottle, make it quickly.
2: <laughs> uh, mine, mine, mine was bullet.
0: Mine was definitely not bullet. I had to choose, of because I haven't bought a cheaper but good bottle in a while, I had to figure out which one would be best for my old-fashioned. All right.
1: So, one other thing. So... Out of everything you've done this season so far, like what is your top accomplishment for uh, this whole entire season? Like, what's the number one thing that sticks out of your head that that you were able to do that you thought that either a couldn't be possible or just you know, you know, that was awesome for you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I would say probably those back-to-back wins in the finals really set me up there at the end. Just had to finish Nashville uh you know within the top 15 or something like that to clinch uh, just being able to go into the finals and and have a result like that was huge um yeah i mean like i can't i can't necessarily think of anything off the top of my head the season went by so fast it, yeah, it's yeah. crazy how, how 16 weeks goes just in the blink of an eye and it's already over I mean,
1: just as as us as broadcasters, like, man, we're already done with this league. You know, it's uh, 16 weeks gone. And like, what am I going to do on Mondays now? (laughs) Right.
0: I'm used to, we just finished up the TNT season, which has been running since January. The AOL Sportsman series, which has been running since February. And the cup finishes this week and it's been running since February. Like, yeah, 16 weeks is
1: short but it's still long. It
3: right? is. <laughs> yeah, no, like when you when you're when you're in the midst of it, it seems like it takes an eternity to get to the end. Um, but I I personally like the shorter seasons. I like splitting the year up into an A and a B um because for for a multitude of different reasons, but if you all of a sudden just find yourself, especially if it's not like a win-in-your-in type thing and you're just well back in points toward the end of the year, it just feels like there's no point continuing. Um, where shorter seasons kind of give guys a chance to be in competition longer, um, I feel like. And just, you know, people have attention spans that just kind of fit that, I think, to, and, to a degree. Because we're, we're not out here racing for big teams and stuff. Like, the, there's no point in devoting your entire year from, like, February to November on, uh, you know, one night or two nights each week and just continually racing week after week after week like it it really pays to give guys breaks uh let them regroup and then come back for another season and you have more winners that way i think you have more champions of course so you know i'm always a fan of have an a and a b season give guys a you know summer break or winter break or whatever and uh you know keep it that way
2: yeah, I think there's advantages to both. I mean, I think that's um, you know I've seen you know AOL does it both ways. I mean TNT series has kind of the sub series, and then um, and then still a year long champion, you know, because Josh, um, and then um, uh, also you know has the year long. I mean, it's 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 nice to have like you know kind of that marathon, like you know we we saw with uh, Blake Gordon and, and Justin Anderson battling it out over you know entire years, really awesome um but you know i i we've also seen participation fall off so i mean i there's 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 pros and cons to each one i think uh and i think the length of season for fuel worked out really well for what you guys were doing
1: yeah i like the fact that you know you're gonna you're gonna be able to kind of split it up and have two different seasons for champions because uh, you know some people are able to race in the spring and some people are able to race in the fall, so you can kind of choose and choose what you want to race and everything like that. But you also have two opportunities to run for a championship in one year. um I mean, what I do like, you know, AOL, you know, and and Fuel also does it. You know, you have multiple races at the end for the playoffs for uh, a champion. You know, AOL did uh three races and for the Sportsman Series and Cup Series, so it's not just a Winner take all in the last one, kind of like NASCAR does. You know, you actually have you know three and four races that you can kind of compete in, and uh hopefully you can be consistent between all three or four races there in that final stretch.
3: Yeah, and I think as far as like a season long championship goes, um, or a year long almost championship, you know, if you get to that point and you win it, like how much more satisfy satisfying is that for you to just complete an entire year almost and you're know you competing against the same guys like yeah like it's just it's huge um having so much so many weeks devoted to a season and then to come out and you're the one that comes out on top like that's that's big time
0: well if carl had any say in it it would have been a lot shorter wait what now because well actually no it it, it's one of those fun things that yeah it's kind of nice to know that you came out on top after the full year but me at the end of the day it just ended up that unfortunately it was it didn't work out kind of the way that i would have wanted because i know i'm making carl laugh we lost so many competitors throughout that process, and then we had some people jump in and replace it to where it just kind of makes it to where while it's awesome, it's a little anticlimactic. And then Carl missed races, and well, so that. did you.
2: I mean, it's in, in the end that wasn't beating you any way you look at it. Um, uh really the only the only rule change i would like to see rather than switching you know different season styles or whatever is just to make it where you have to uh, park it for the first lap you and brandon actually you and brandon <laughs> um and then I'll, I'll be good
1: oh man uh yeah i mean i think it was really nice though that to, to be able to race for individual ones you know you had your three different season winners but then you know it sucks like like you said that Sean and uh uh Blake ZD oh, they yeah. kind of took out for a little bit and them they they kind of like you know were sparse there yeah. and, and especially Sean Sean was you know a huge competitor there there all the way up until season three and then kind of we,
0: we're we're moving along to a different league yeah but, whoops by the way Cameron also says you guys need to stop the halfway points
3: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the guy to talk about that so <laughs> take it up with Will I guess yeah <laughs> That, yeah. I mean, it's just something that you try to throw in there to give guys, you know, in the middle of the race, like throwing a little bit different strategy or something. And it's kind of a like it, don't like it thing. Um, I know, you know, some guys on, on my team just, you know, voice their displeasure with the halfway points. But then again, I'm sure there's some people that like it. Um, but again, I guess that's something that you got to reiterate a little bit because I think some people forgot about it. And mm. You know, you, you, somebody's up there in the top five, and then they pit a little bit early before halfway, and then they don't get the points because they didn't even think about it. Uh, you know, that kind of throws a wrench yeah. into things. I, but, but
1: I also like the fact that it gives you another avenue of getting points. Like, you know, yeah. if you're not doing stage racing, like in IVRL, we did stage racing for that. So, you know, you're able to fight through multiple points in the race to get points multiple points in the race to get points versus just like, hopefully you're there on the right lap, you know, in the right <laughs> position on the final lap to get all the, all your points. You know, you didn't lead a lap or, you know, get the pole or lead the most laps. You're not getting any really good bonus points. So it's just another Avenue to kind of get points there. So I, I kind of like that halfway Mark idea.
0: Yeah. I, I, for me, I'm just one of those people that never really pits around in a way that would make sense for that. And then we also saw you guys over the last few races pushing stints to the absolute limit. Which ended up working out well for certain people. (laughs) Um, I
5: like,
3: I, I think both worked out for me. I did the undercut once, I did the overcut once. Um... I guess it just depends on who you're racing and how well they manage their tires and everything. But, um, yeah, like, you know, the halfway stuff really wasn't on my mind all that much, to be quite honest. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, as long as I knew I was going to be there toward the end, probably fighting for a win, then I really wasn't too concerned about it. But again, to like Adam's point, you know, it does give other people chances to earn different points um you know, same as like winning the poll or winning leading the most laps or stuff like that um you know it's it's just different ways to keep people involved.
0: well, we could even talk about the Alan Elwood poll award that, as I'm looking through here, you <laughs> won more than. Anyone else in that process? Like I
3: planned it that way or something.
0: I mean, <laughs> maybe you just no, didn't want to have to pay that one out. Uh, well,
3: I mean, can you blame me? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, like that's just another thing. It just worked out in my favor some nights. uh Qualifying scrapshoot, uh there was a couple times where I didn't think I was going to get the poll and I got the poll So it just sometimes it just works out that way. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. It's been a great season, though, for you. Like, you know, we're up here in the booth trying to look down and trying to figure out who's going to be in the top five running that night, and your name, like, constantly came up. And, I mean, that's a great thing to hear, you know, whenever you go back and you watch it and you're looking at it, knowing that, you know, your name's always in the mix and that, you know, any given Monday night that, you know, you're vying for a win. I mean, you just got to be kind of pumped and stoked into your own self that to be able to... Be up front and that huge of a competitive league that you guys have i mean start out you know having 40 plus every week and then kind of dwindle down to like 30 plus every week and you know basically everybody there was a contender at one point or another
3: yeah um that was a goal of ours that we talked about before the season started was to have a league that had guys that were going to stay committed uh, you know, there, of course, there's things that you're not going to be able to control, but you were hoping that when we brought new guys on along the people that we were keeping, that we were going to be able to stay 25, 25 on average strong. Uh, and I think we accomplished that for sure. Um, you know, like to to your point again, it's it, we had a lot of guys that were in contention each night. And I think that put on really good racing. A couple races got out of hand, but you're going to have that through a season no matter who you got. And, uh, you know, I think especially the bigger tracks, um, there were more races this year that went caution free or had minimal cautions because I will put a stat in there. um, Our head admin about, uh, you know, if you took out the three short tracks that had the most issues, we only averaged like, I think, less than three cautions a race, which is fantastic. Um, So you, you can't ask for anything really better than that and i just i think that the 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 group of people that we had registered for this season for the most part put their best foot forward and, and we had a really good year
1: yeah it, it looked like it from us up here in the booth you know you know sometimes it makes me jealous on certain tracks that you know i'm in the booth while you know watching you guys put on an excellent race and uh some nail biting uh finishes too throughout it you know we you know at some point was, uh 2 weeks ago three weeks ago, whenever I was watching the finish, you know, you know, Josh is uh, talking and kind of following along and I'm just like mesmerized, like, Oh man, is this happening? This really happening? You know, just going through the final laps there, you know? So it's kind of great to be able to, you know, as a broadcaster be able to put on that type of exciting races for the fan and be able to call it.
3: Yeah. Like when we were at auto club and I, chase down stroll there right at the end uh with mm-hmm. a few laps to go I you know like you go you asked earlier about probably my the biggest thing that stuck out to me for the season um maybe that one just because like stroll and he showed it there at the end of the season at Nashville he finally got that win uh you know he really improved this the season as well uh, along with Bressy I thought that stroll really showed good speed and uh you know, he he tried the strategy to to win it on, you know, pitting a little bit different time, and and depending on how traffic goes at Auto Club, you could, you know, I could have burned my tires up, and he could have stole the win. So, like that one in itself, uh, really felt good to to chase him down and uh, have a good battle there too. You know, he didn't quit. Uh, we stayed side by side for a lap and a half, two laps, and you know, even right there at the very end, he was still less than a second behind. So. You know, he put up a good enough fight that, you know, I kind of wore my tires out trying to pass him. So, uh, you know, that was a really good battle. And uh, I think we had a lot of those this year for for many different people.
0: And I will say my favorite interview of the year was definitely Michael Stroll this past week. (laughs)
3: and did you watch his twitch no (laughs) you have to go back and watch that (laughs) if you think the interview is good you got to go back and watch his (laughs) actual reaction what he won
0: (laughs) no because i it's rare that you ever get to see or hear someone just be that genuinely at a loss for words and yeah we've been watching him all year have those almost finishes and to finally get it on the last try of the year. Yeah, it, it was just, you couldn't have written a better story. Yeah,
3: like, you you watch back the the finish there, and Cameron Hearn watching out there, giving a little bumper to Justin Morton, and, and then Stroll's just like, right place, right time, oh, I'm gonna pass you low and take the win. Like, what more could you ask for, you that know?
0: Doesn't matter how it happens, it yeah. still happens.
3: Right. Yeah, it wins a win.
1: I mean, he was up there all night long, so it wasn't a fluke for where what position he was at. He put himself in the right position for the right time, and circumstances dictated that he's going to drop low as they were having their little fight. So he uh, just drove on by for the win, you know. Uh, sometimes you have to win it that way. A win is a win.
3: Yeah, like how many times has Kevin Harvick, for example, like last lap stole a win or something, yeah. you know, like you just, you got you to take them when you can get them, that's for sure yeah a wonderful
1: closer
0: yeah but at least after that one Justin still managed to pull off the second at least uh keep it at least a little interesting
3: yeah uh him and me uh, like I was sweating bullets <laughs> there at the finish of that race being swarmed in the middle of the pack uh I did I yeah that that was not where i wanted to be let's just put it that much i was running up front there for a while and then just the way the cautions fell and and pitting and everything else it's like man i did not want to be sitting you know seventh eighth there on that final restart because you never know i could have gotten wrecked and lost the whole thing so that was nerve-wracking in itself so you know like uh, but i saw that happening up there and i thought man you know i know that Justin's fighting to the very end. And if something happens to him, like he's going to be super upset too, but you know, that's, that's just uh, the end of the season. Everybody's fighting for that last win. And you know, everybody's going to try to do what they can to, to try to bring it home.
0: No, but it was definitely a brilliant season. I still want to say that fuel is the best league i've ever watched run as part of top to bottom in terms of talent like you we've said it multiple times any given night there can be a different group running for the top five
1: and there's great and, battles throughout not like you know yeah. there, it's not like oh crap that you know it's the the back part of the field is always the one that's going to be causing the wrecks no like you know you have the top tier people still causing you know making a little small mistake that causes wreck and everybody throughout the from front to back you know is competitive in their own right and they're out there you know hammering out trying to get a win or trying to get a top five you know so yeah it's great to be able to see that you know there was great racing throughout the whole entire field
3: yeah yeah um you know circumstances for me as far as next season goes i'm not I'm not going to be able to return, at least for the time being, um, to fuel. So, you know, that's kind of a bummer. But um, I th- I think looking back at what we tried to accomplish this season, I think we did that uh, maybe more. And, you know, we, we had different awards that weren't there before, you know, the pole war, the hard charger, um, stuff like that. We We just tried to hopefully give people a little bit more to race for. And, uh, you know, I think that those guys have the right idea now to take forward and build upon. And I think that, you know, you're going to see even better probably next year, Uh, you know, whenever the season starts. I I think that, you know, they're going to be able to take that and just continue to improve. And the the product's only going to get better. So you know, stay tuned with that. And, and I think those guys are, are, you know, you saw what they did this year, what we did this year. Um, I think, I think it's only going to only get going to get better as, as time goes on.
0: Can't ask for more. And there's Carl back. You had
1: to go get another drink.
0: That's exactly what I did. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about there. I've been saving the last little spittle for... I've got just
3: a little bit left, so...
0: Well, why don't we do this? Salute to you, good sir. On a win.
1: Hold up, hold up. Before you do that, you gotta ask him the question.
0: Okay, all right. So this is continuing a conversation that Carl (laughs) and I and our team had earlier deep dish or New York style pizza
3: oh that was not where I was expecting their question to go <laughs> uh
0: wow we gotta throw random you know, stuff out there
2: man And hold on, I, I like want to be, be clear when we say deep dish we don't mean like Pizza Hut deep dish we're talking about like oh, no, Chicago no. deep dish like the like
1: that Wow. And don't worry, uh, Blake, we'll have your opportunity soon enough. <laughs> yeah, you can keep your comments I, to yourself right now, Blake.
3: I guess... Deep dish? I'll go deep dish. Uh, I, I can't say... I'll be completely honest with you guys. I can't say that I've eaten either of those all that much. Because the pizza that like my wife and I normally order is just your normal... like. Run of the mill type crust. Mm -hmm. We don't really ever get anything like deep dish or anything like that. So, if I had to pick one, like me personally, I'm a big sauce guy. So anything that has more sauce on it, I'm cool with. Like no disrespect, like cheese, all that stuff, I'm I'm good with all that. But I I would personally like more sauce on my pizza. So I just want more of all (laughs) of it. (laughs) If you give me a good pizza or like just meat pizza that's where it's at for me like any any type of meat pizza that's that's my go-to
0: all right i i just have to ask because i've learned that this is a massive controversy and according to a reasonable amount of my team i'm on the wrong side of it i was
3: gonna say is this like a split 50 50 with you guys that this is is like some.
2: oh i don't i don't know that it's split 50 50 because um i mean to be fair it could be that some of our team's confused because one is pizza and one is not um so uh, just the whole it's like oh chicago style pizza must be the same stuff that's in new york like no it's it's literally it's literally i'm aware
0: that i will eat both of them because my preference is pizza give me sauce give me cheese and i'm happy
5: that's where i'm at give me
3: pizza i'm good in the end, however, I don't care
0: what it is. However, one of them gets me more excited, and that's Deep Dish.
1: Oh, Well about Phrasing Papa's intended?
0: Pizza? And I'm waiting to make a trip down to Cincinnati so I can get Papa's Pizza.
1: Aren't you
2: pretty close to Cincinnati?
0: like a three and a half hour drive holy crap i'm i'm
2: closer to cincinnati than i was gonna he is. say
0: yeah he's he's yeah. at uh about an hour
2: i'm and in half
1: columbus tops.
3: so i'm i'm definitely closer well
1: you gotta go down to uh, see the braxton dewey's uh fan club down in cincinnati, <laughs> cincinnati and go to papa's pizza i guess the papa's pizza uh,
3: they are yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe they give me the vip treatment
1: they they maybe. uh they they come out and force on monday nights so whenever braxton races there's at least six of them every week when Braxton oh races. that's
3: uh, almost every every day after the race that's what we're talking about is the Braxton Dewey's fan club was out in full force on the broadcast last night so
1: so we we appreciate uh, them you know we love to see the fan club we like to interact with them they uh, get to the, get the friends of the family you know come root you on that's what we like to see up here that we can interact with them you know and then see that and you know and it also, you know, helps to get your favorite driver seeing a little bit more air time. You know, we'll, 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 you know, shy away from the leaders there and like, hey, let's see what Braxton's up to. You know, you got six people out there rooting for him. We'll, 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 we'll pander we'll, to we'll you guys. We'll
0: give you that.
3: <laughs> 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 I mean, what can I say? Us Buckeyes are nuts. So, yeah. Mid- Midwestern yeah, people are whole... awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you married one? Yes.
1: Oh. But uh, hey, man, we would appreciate you uh, putting on a hell of a season for us here. Um, and then I'll let Josh continue his toast before. Uh, I was gonna say,
0: salute to you, good sir, on a fantastic season, a good win, and no, many more coming that. forward.
3: Yes, I I appreciate it. I appreciate you uh, you guys jumping in, and you know when we needed somebody here to to help our league grow and. And, uh, you know, put us on different platforms. That's what makes you guys unique is you're on different platforms. You got this Friday night thing with the podcast. Um, you know, I, I think if, if anybody's out there looking for a broadcaster, um, you know, look at these guys. Look at you guys. You're, you're you know, up and coming. And, uh, you know, you guys are continuing to get better. Um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And I think you guys will uh, make it really far in, in iRacing, the community, and and uh, doing something like this is, like I said, unique. And so, uh, you know, we look forward to, to seeing what you guys have in the future here and, and uh, definitely be tuning in for sure.
0: Right. Well, thank you, sir. It's been a delight.
1: We'll see you uh, in the off season. I uh, hear we might have some fun uh fun racing with a few and uh, since it's not broadcasted, I will be out there uh whenever possible to hanging out with and actually racing with you guys. That, uh
2: Adam, that's assuming you're invited.
1: I am. I'm he I'm in the title invited everybody. <laughs> you just uh, assume I, I'm just I'm at, just saying
2: they, 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 they might admit, like, you know, I, look at uh resumes and say like
0: And uh, here's <laughs> the thing is Adam's actually really good in the trucks as long as he doesn't speed on pit road.
2: Yeah.
4: Sounds like you. <laughs>
0: hey, he's the one who it's did it last Wednesday, not me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I finished the season off by speeding on the last pit stop. It's awesome. Mm. That happens. Yeah, that's yeah. that's unfortunate. <laughs> yep, and then uh, come come uh, two points shy of uh, getting the highest uh, finish in the points I could. So uh, two points shy. Two points. Joe got me. <laughs> it happens. Get it back next time. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, man, uh, have a wonderful all season man. We'll be in talks with you guys later on.
3: Sounds good, guys. Uh, thanks again for having me on. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that stuff. Uh, you guys have a, a good rest of your
2: year.
0: Same to you. Thanks, okay. sir.
2: Appreciate it, guys. Josh, are you just going to make another Old Fashioned uh, no, on camera? No, it's
0: just going straight to the mm-hmm. source, no. not no old-fashioned. no old, no old fashioned. So when you're making your old-fashioned,
2: when you make your old-fashions, do you use uh, like the sugar cubes, or do you go with simple syrup?
0: Uh, I am too cheap for anything other than just pure white sugar.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, I, that works too. I mean, just I... um
0: muddle it and
2: I mean you can you you can actually I mean you can make your own simple by just uh putting it in a bottle in a frit in the fridge just leave it there for a few days and it'll just all combine so so I I use simple it's not the official like the traditional way to do it but it's just easy to grab a squeeze bottle and just you know squirt a little bit in there
0: yeah that's why I yeah yeah phrasing <laughs> No, I, I'm too lazy for any of that. I'm just amazed that I have bitters because there was a time that it was, I'm making an old-fashioned, here's a little sugar, a little water, and then just bourbon. And then it just turned into straight bourbon.
2: Yeah. Which
0: is where I'm at. Well, <laughs> technically it's scotch, but...
1: All right, so, you know... It's been a wonderful season, you know, we got done fuel racing league, but then, you know, we broadcasted for three different AOL leagues and IVRL league. We're doing this podcast. I mean, it's been a hell of a ride this year, you know, it's kind of our first uh, full year here at Ghostfire Media, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, Carl, Josh, Nick, Randy. Uh, the the uh Larry Patrick when he wasn't uh, mm-hmm. drunk Larry on the show uh, uh especially when he was drunk Larry <laughs> no
0: I I miss Larry O'Patrick a little bit there
1: <laughs> he's out there in the comments section you know you know it's been a hell of a year for us you know I, I I've had a fun time and I know leagues you know had a fun time you know listening to us I've been out there and broadcasting for them so you know uh, it, it's always fun to be both the racer and the broadcaster you know various times and you know. I'm looking forward to see what 2022 has for uh, for us, and then also uh, looking forward to, you know, getting back on the on the roads. I'm already missing, you know, the 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 weekly leagues, you know. Well,
0: and we'll have one thing to look forward to, but we'll wait for one of our Endeavor Racing guys to come on before it gets plugged too much. Oh yeah, because we're only about two
1: weeks away. Yeah, it's a, you know, one-off uh, fun event. Let's see. If, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message him, and, and, you know, he might be Strickler on time, so let me go ahead and message uh, good old Brandon. Go ahead and get on.
0: I was going to say, now's as good a time as any to finally go ahead and flip that on in the background.
2: Oh, look <laughs> at you. Do, do you have that on Home Assistant?
0: i do <laughs> nice i actually i was trying to get it to where the uh switch that it's connected to is actually also dimmable but the automation that i was trying to use to where when i turned it on to just kind of have it slowly go up wouldn't what, work right
2: what 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 you should do is whenever i just start talking trash about you on the podcast just Zink. turn it on
0: there's a reason why it's right there <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: it's kind of like that um uh the uh, old sprint commercials in nascar where uh someone was giving uh jimmy John, I, didn't- I don't remember who it was someone was giving jimmy johnson advice in this commercial and jimmy just like you know you know grabs his next telephone he's like oh bring me my uh, you know, bring it to me or whatever and they hand him one of his you know championship trophies and he just stands there and holds it so um <laughs> that's um elliot sadler. oh it's elliot sadler yeah yeah that's what it was um yeah I used yeah. to love those commercials. I miss those things. Uh, you know. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. yep. Yep. Yeah. That's that's correct, Justin. We are gonna show the picture of you. Josh, go ahead and throw it up on the screen so uh, everyone I, knows what we're talking well, about. Well no,
0: because I was showing uh Adam something earlier to where that was what I was showing him, so that is currently the photo on my uh my Illuminati's box because deep dish mm. for life. I
2: I I I would share my um, image of the uh, is this pizza uh, thing, but I don't know how to do what you're doing. So I'll uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you're doing. Are are you piping your camera through OBS or? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't do that. So I should you probably start. Mean
0: that ah, oh, there that, it is. That's uh. what we're looking for or the other one and unfortunately I didn't save the replay I could show him dooring me at North Wilkesboro too because there's that one
1: (laughs) alrighty we have the man, the myth, the legend of Brandon Bernhardt here
0: what's up guys? there it is
1: all righty man you've been on this podcast way too many times you're with a four pete <laughs> five pete
2: that's that's a really mean thing to say
1: <laughs> he's uh that's yeah, four or five i think He he's trying to go for the uh the most all-time podcast uh you know guest here you know you got you know uh uh steve which steve uh on saturday night live uh i forgot his last name White hair. Nah, I don't know. Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. You know, he's okay. kind of like the ten time club or something like that for the Saturday Night but Live hosting. You know, Brandon Bernhardt's trying to get trying to get that award for uh, the podcast here for Ghostfire has, Media.
2: Has has Brandon been on more times than Nick? I uh, probably Possibly. at this point.
6: <laughs> Distinctly possible. <laughs> yeah, you guys keep having Blake on, so I keep trying to keep up with him. And you have him on tonight, so it's not helping.
2: Ah, uh, well, Blake's a winner, so. Oh, oh so is brandon so, and so that's, that's why he's that's here. fired right there that that's true shots fired
0: let, let's talk that one um hey carl how many points did brandon beat you by this season
2: uh you know it was <laughs> i i missed some races and um 125 it's, it's, uh you know i mean it's still it's
0: it i happens. can't say shit because he had me by 20 so yeah still had me to where he was a season three champion, and probably would have been in the battle for other things had he been there all year, if not uh, the winner. But I'm still gonna turn that back on.
6: <laughs> yeah, if you t- I, t- I told Carl if you extrapolate it out, you know, I think I may come out on top if you do the whole full season. Ah, uh, but the <laughs> based on see- my it- one.
2: I, i I'm, I, and this is what, I, and this is what I said to resp- in response to Brandon. I defended you, Josh, because you can't necessarily extrapolate it out. Because at least at the beginning of this season, Josh was being extremely conservative, and because he knew that as long as he didn't screw up, he had the year long championship that I wasn't going to be able to catch him. And he did that. I mean, he once, was coming once out we hit just, the
0: Arca cars, it was over. What? What now? Once we hit the ARCA's, the conservative went out the window.
2: What do you mean? Once we had the arcas,
0: my conservative. Went out oh yeah, you
2: those. were still conservative up until uh, a few weeks left in the season. Um, you at least you were telling me you were. Um, if you if you weren't being conservative, I feel good about beating you. Uh, those times I did. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll
0: take that. There was <laughs> that. That was me just trying to make myself feel better for you beating me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, but all, all I'm saying is, like, I, I think you know. I, I mean, I, Brandon, obviously, you were freaking. Dominant the season, and it is why I am looking forward to a full time Cup season with uh me, you, Josh, um uh, ZD, um, Sean. I mean, I, I, I think that um, it could be a lot of fun.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was the Arca car worried me because I had run it last season? That was Sportsman, or last year that was Sportsman before we switched to the trucks, and I struggled pretty bad. Um, so I was worried about the Arca car, getting into it, um, especially as you guys had, what, a season or plus running it already. Um, so it kinda, I was pretty happy with how fast I picked it up and I was able to run with it. Um, the bad thing is the cup car, I was just now getting used to that, that damn thing and figuring out how to drive it, and now we're switching to the next gen. Um, granted, from everything I've seen and ran, the next gen is going to be easier to kind of get the hang of. It's an easier car to drive. Um, so unless they change that drastically, um, hopefully there's not too much fall off. I'm hoping that the next gen kind of closes up the field a little bit more. Maybe Blake and Justin and and Hannah aren't as dominant.
0: I mean, how many points were you behind Justin for the sportsman? Uh, we tied.
6: Um, that yeah, we tied for you. fourth or whatever, and then if I would have had a better Wilkesboro, I think I would have been a little bit closer to Blake and Passini, but. Somehow Daytona Road Course my best finish other final round, and I don't know how that happened.
1: <laughs> hey, it, uh, was my, and, it was my it was my best finish either. <laughs>
6: yeah, you you were close, Adam.
0: But you pulled the Josh and sped on pit road.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, the sportsman I did on the last race, and then uh, I did that on the the second to final race in the middle. Section in the cup race to take me out of the cup championship for. So yeah, fun times. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, uh, you put a hell of a race there together, uh, or not race, but the whole entire season together there, Brandon. Uh, you came in, you took up the challenge that was uh thrown at you. Uh, you thought it was semi a slap in your face, so to speak, of being offered the invitation to step down to uh the TNT series, but you said all right, well, if you want me to be in there, I'm going to go in there. And you showed them, you know, you're like, hey, I'm here to race. And uh, I'm not going to hold anything back.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, in one of the interviews, there's no disrespect to anybody that run in TNT or anything like that, but it's a developmental series. And I've been in Cup for a year and a half plus now, I think. And for them to be like, oh, you're, you're bad enough to go run TNT with the developmental <laughs> guys. are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get quite as many wins as I was hoping for, but. uh. Um, well,
2: you, you you can go right to hell with that. Um, <laughs> well, I had a shot at
6: 10. I was like, oh, it'd be sweet to get half the wins, but. Yeah, uh, no, I, I. Bailed at it, the end there.
2: It, it was funny because I can remember after I got my third win of the season, I was feeling. Um, I was feeling like, holy crap, I might be able to compete with you. Because I think at that point you had four wins. I had three wins, something like that. And then I didn't get another win. so um, you it was a dominant freaking season, man. I mean, I, I honestly, outside of like, um, I'm really actually, we haven't had a season like that before in TNT. I mean, you're already like, um, just in one one season because uh, because you ran TNT the uh, uh, season I joined, I think, if am not mistaken, so the second season of 2020.
6: Yeah, um, I. I came in the inaugural season okay. and, and won or ran that first season and then I ran like three races with the street stock and like I hate this thing and I kind of stepped out of it. <laughs>
2: did 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 you have a win in TNT prior to this season?
6: Uh yeah, so the very first AOL TNT race when they came rebooted um I uh was fastest in the Tuesday practice, fastest in the Thursday practice, quick time and then led every lap. So I did all that, and then I never won again. So, um, <laughs> so it was so, a little rough, but
2: but 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 you know what I wanted to point out here is that in one season, this uh, season in TNT, you um, finished uh, third in all time wins, and uh, if you were just counting the season, third in all time wins in TNT. Um, now, if you count that previous win, you're tied for second uh, for all time wins. So. Um, I mean, it, it was a dominant freaking season, what I'm, is what I'm getting at. I mean, the, the number of wins was absolutely insane.
1: The number of top threes was insane.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, that's why I can get started on that. Um, <laughs> that uh, Honestly, it reminded me a lot of uh, Josh in the first season of this year when he just kept getting those seconds over and over and over. <laughs> um, except the difference was you actually got wins, unlike him. Um, so <laughs> I had uh, two.
0: No, Three. Three.
2: You had, you had three that first season yeah yeah Yeah, but think...
0: we'll continue to go through that this year in tnt i had maybe i think four oval wins in total the rest were just road courses yeah the
1: one yeah, well. road courses where nothing really happens
6: so who has the most wins is it johnny or does somebody else It's it's josh Oh, it is Josh. Okay. Yep.
1: Jo- Josh is first, uh and
2: you and two I are tied last for second.
0: Year. I had two last year and then eight this year.
2: And I mean, I- obviously wow. Johnny. So would I could have tied you. Up.
6: Dang it. Uh J- Johnny would have been
2: more. up jo- Johnny would have been up there if he had been racing in TNT this season. I mean, that's mm-hmm. dude is so good. And then and, uh, and, yeah. and, and honestly, same with Dan Wet. I mean, Dan uh was really good when I ran with him as well. So and, and Sean... even when he, even even when he came back for that one. Uh, he out for one or two races uh for when we opened I it up uh, just, but, but i
6: think it was just southern national yeah, yeah. but he, he, he
2: was fast i mean he was fast he um had some issues but he was really fast
6: yeah a lot of it a lot of uh as it says in tnt was partially due to you know being moved down but but you two really um atlanta was our second race after i won daytona and you guys just absolutely kicked my ass at atlanta and uh Timmy, I don't don't, the, I
2: don't 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 say you too, because that's uh, taking a little bit away from me. Uh I It's that I'm, way. I'm I'm gonna claim my single uh, dominant win that I've ever had. So.
6: <laughs> yeah, I figured the track out a little late. You no, know, I was catching Kevin, and probably had something for you guys if I would have figured it out earlier. But yeah, you guys, or Carl, I guess, uh, kicked my ass. I was like, okay, I can't just let this happen, e- um, even if he only beat me by one full second. <laughs> So that gave me a little bit of extra motivation. I was like, okay, I got to figure this out quicker than I was expecting.
2: Yeah, honestly, I, I, think I, was I, still, I think I made up yeah. for
6: it at the Bristol race. So,
2: oh, don't get me started on that freaking Bristol race. Um... Yeah, we won't get into that one, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, no, I mean, it, it was frustrating for me. I, honestly, the race that I think defined your season more than any other race for me. Was Nashville Super Speedway because uh, honestly, both you and ZD, i think it was the two of you—just um, it was it was the first race that I've um, run in TNT where I did not feel competitive at all. Um, at, uh, and, and then USA followed, and I also didn't feel competitive there. But um, I mean, it, it was it was dominant. Cough, you guys were crazy. Cough, good.
6: cough. Yeah, the. Yeah, I enjoyed the track, especially the Arca car. It just, it felt great. Um, even I mean, we ran it in everything now between fuel and AOL. And something about the Arca car that just was really, really good there. Um, I was a little surprised. I think Josh probably could have kept up if he wouldn't have had his incident on that restart where he spun into the two grass.
0: I had two yeah. of them that lap.
6: <laughs> if one for that, Josh, I think would have been there. But yeah, I was pretty impressed at how, how well me and ZD were able to kind of pull away there. Yeah, honestly, I think
0: of all the cars that I've run there, without a doubt, the Arca was the best car to run.
6: Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, Xfinity wasn't bad, you know, fuel waste ran, um, but still the the Arca car ran the best, or I felt ran the best there.
0: If we could ignore the whole uh, bumper clipping issue with the Arca cars... Yep, I actually firmly believe that that is my favorite car to run in iRacing, of the stock I, cars. I'm really say.
2: optimistic about. I'm really opti- Well, so first of all, I I love the Legends car as well. I love the Legends, but I'm really optimistic about the next gen. I I have some questions about it, but every time I've run it, I've
1: had a blast with it. Yeah, you, know, you know what I like about it? It's it kind of gives everybody a chance. You know, um, you know, we've run a couple fun races with it, and like I know Michigan. We ran, I think, 50 or 70 laps or something like that, and we had 24 different leaders. Like, when's the last time we ever had 20-something leaders? Like, they actually lead the lap, not just, you know, somehow poke their nose in front of it. No, we actually had, like, 20 different lap leaders during that race.
0: And I'll be honest, (laughs) if we look at what the sportsman race was at Las Vegas on Wednesday, there's part of me that's worried that the next gen is going to turn a lot of those tracks into something similar. So With the added downforce yeah, that, that we're going to see Michigan turn into a super speedway Well, I, f- I
1: feel that, you know, a lot of people have that opinion whenever you're racing solo. I 100% solo, it feels like a flat-out car almost. But once you get in that draft, I mean, you're picking I mean, instead of picking up like maybe 3 to 5 miles an hour, you're picking up 10, 15 miles an hour at Michigan going on a back straightaway. I mean, you're... These cars come to life in the draft. And but at the same time, you don't have that that bubble where as soon as you get close to it, your run stalls out. You're able to come up and close in and then pull out the last second and continue on with your momentum. And I think that's what this current gen is kind of lacking is the that continuation of the momentum because you can always get to their back bumper, but as soon as you get to that back bumper, you're like, well, there, there goes my run, you know, that air bubble right. that just it just screws over the car itself. You can't well, really do anything.
2: Well we saw it, we saw it at Vegas. I mean, right? You you saw it over and over. You'd have someone that was really fast and then they would try to drop to the bottom and it just it you could not actually complete the pass. It just would not like you would just drop out of line, it would just stall out. It just would not go. And I I'm hoping that the next gen car with a lot of the arrow changes will be better in that regard. I, and I only want, ran one race with you guys in the next gen car, and that was the one at the fun race we did at Kansas. And I had a freaking mm-hmm. blast with it. I thought it was awesome. Um, it, it 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 wasn't. I wouldn't say. I mean, it wasn't difficult in the sense of like you know you know get really careful with the brakes and all. I mean, like you weren't using the brakes at all. But it was like it was like this constant like gambling of like you know how much can I keep on the throttle without spinning this thing out and. um
1: it was very predictable. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And it's like, which lane do I'm going to go in? Like, where yep. am I going to find it? Like, okay, you know, he's getting a run here. Where can I get the run? <laughs> and it wasn't like, okay, well, I'm just going to ride behind this guy and hopefully he messes up and I can drop underneath him and pass him. <laughs> Cause that's kind yeah, of I'm optimistic.
6: I'm optimistic for the next gen. Um, I hope it's going to be good in real life and in iRacing. Um, you know, it'd be, in my opinion, I think the Cup car currently is the easiest to drive of the three. Well, not the easiest, but like the Xfinity car is the hardest to drive. You actually have to drive that thing at pretty much every track. Um, the truck's just a blast to drive. You know, it's probably the easiest to drive, but it's a blast. There's just that Cup car. Just I don't know. Doesn't doesn't seem as fun as the other two series really. So I'm hoping this next gen kind of closes that gap. And even in real life, you see it. The trucks. You know, they put on Wreckfest and crap and have good races and the xfinity every week is almost always the best race and the cup is just it's boring you know larson yeah. or denny or somebody just leads the whole race and then that's it so i'm hoping you know in real life and i racing this next gen really closes that gap and makes for a lot better racing
2: which which to be fair in, in you know in real life nascar i mean that, that's always happened in the cup series i mean you have uh you know, even back to like the low downforce stuff you always had the guys who just like Got it. Like, you know, high horsepower, low downforce. Jimmy Johnson did really good at it. Kyle Busch was good at it. Um, I mean, it, and and I'm all for, like, as long as we're not entirely losing the integrity of, like, you have to have some skill here to succeed, if we can just kind of narrow the gap a little bit so that it's not so much, like, well, if you throw money at this, um, and, and, and even converting back to iRacing, like, you, oh, you just throw a shit ton of practice at this. Like, I, I think that... Um, I think it's better, I think overall it'll be more fun. We'll have you know a better time with it.
6: Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm optimistic. Um, I like the way they sound, so that'd be fun just to drive. I like the way they look. I, I like the dashes Uh-oh. a little bit further out, uh,
1: so uh, any, any field of view that you have is kind of you know, it's more that dash is more in play. I, I like that aspect of it, and uh, who knows, the fifth gear might actually prevail on a lot of like different tracks, especially the road courses. So give you a little bit more dynamics uh, on the shifting points. And then, you know, some of the uh, like uh, tracks like Phoenix and uh, Pocono, you'll be able to downshift and actually, you know, use that fifth gear and fourth gear, learn that to your advantage.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're running it next year, uh, giving it a shot. It'll be interesting to see if they add that, the digital camera, like they're going to do in real life. If they try to implement that in iRace or not, that'd be, that'd be kind of interesting to see. They have it in some of the other
0: cars, like I know the GTE cars, if you use like the normal mirror, it'll actually use the screen instead of it being just the iRacing floating, whatever you want to call it. I've turned it on, it, no, you get better view with the digital stuff, I'm not a fan. But it's there.
1: So, uh, so we're hearing rumors that, you know, TNT won't be a beginner's league next year. So, you know, what are your takes for your 22, 2022 as a whole there, Brandon? Like what, what are your goals, your aspects, and what do you think you're going to be doing?
6: Um, yeah, I don't know. I really can't talk much on the TNT series. We don't have I
0: promise. I did not put him up to that question. We don't have really anything figured
6: out there yet. Um, um, I think there'll, there'll, be changes. Um, I'm pretty confident I can say that. I'm not fully sure what they're going to be yet. Um, I, I'll but, uh, you as
1: a driver, not, I'm not, there's no admin here. I'm asking you <laughs> okay. as a driver, like, what is your goals and aspects of 2022 as a driver, uh you know going forward through next year like uh, how do you see yourself uh competing and you know upping yourself and trying to top what you did this year
6: uh yeah basically just uh try to uh, uh use the momentum i have right now um last year i kind of ended this season on some pretty high momentum um i was getting faster i was like a point or two from making the final 4 in the Truck series uh, last race i got Wrecked on lap one, got stuck in the wall and just could never rebound from it, and that kicked me out. um So I wasn't able to capitalize, you know, on that that momentum this year. And I came out of the gate and should have won. I reached superspeedway in the truck. Um, I made a bad move at the end and went off Justin's nose. That was a mistake. And ever since then, first I don't know quarter of the year, I struggled like real bad. Um, I think like, a 20th place truck and. Cup car the whole time. And there was a couple of times, I think it was it was Chicagoland or something like that in the truck. And I told Blake, like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm taking a break from this crap. I was just, I was struggling so bad. And well, thankfully he talked me out of it and um, progressively got better. And then here at the end, I feel like I've gained a lot. Uh, I've been, you know, a, consistently a top 10 in both trucks and Cup. Um, Had a couple seconds in there. I got the win in the truck series. So, just kind of gain on that. You know, I go on to be a consistent top 10 uh, driver, you know, work my way to that top five. You know, I still think there's a skill gap there between Blake and Justin and like Hanner and Greg. Those guys have so much more experience on here um, that I don't have. So, there's a little bit of gap there, but uh, hoping to to close that a little bit and, and at least look competitive this year or next year.
2: So, I mean, on that note, I mean, obviously, you ran TNT, you had um a really great season and i'm wondering like is do you think uh that experience is going to help out in terms of uh you know cup for next year and you know you you you, you won races you've, you've you've led a lot of laps or do you think it uh might end up hurting you because it's uh, honestly no offense josh a lot lower caliber of competition in tnt
6: series versus the cup series um, I think it helped a lot, honestly. Um, one from the motivation standpoint of them seeing me that I could run in there, like, oh this guy can't compete in cups, so yeah, you can take him down in the developmental league. Um so that there's a lot of motivation there. Um that helped. I think once I got into TNT, my performance in the other two series improved. Um, so kinda of just the confidence that it gave that yeah, I can still I can do this, you know, if I really wanted to. Um and then fuel as well, you know, just run those guys are so good. So just, you know, I had like a ninth, like the second to last race. And like, that was, that was almost bigger than, you know, my second in the cup series in AOL, just because of how tough that competition is and how much I've struggled. So I think the just here recent results are showing that the experience has definitely helped me and hopefully I can carry that experience on.
1: All right. So I'm going to ask the same question to Josh. Josh, you were uh, the overalls champion for 2021 for TNT series. You know what's your plans, and how do you think that you know all this experience that you have is going to translate into your twenty twenty two goals?
0: It, I'm probably just going to reiterate just about everything that Brandon just said. It's I'm not going to plan on winning next year. It'll probably turn into something like the sportsman was this year. That I just want to make the chase. And then the next round of the chase happens. Well, I just want to get to the next round and then to the next round. And then suddenly you actually have a battle sitting in front of you to get the final spot on the podium. Do I think that's happening in the cup next year? No, (laughs) no. Do I think I could probably get into the final round or one of the final rounds or
6: in the chase at all?
1: Maybe. That's how, I, know, I, know. I think that's how I you made it sure. in the
6: you made the final six trucks. That was pretty impressive. You can came, came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah. He finished um, third in trucks.
6: Yeah. I kind of came out of nowhere there. And then with this new next gen, we'll probably have a decent amount of road courses. So like Sean still went on at Indy. Um, so I definitely think I could see you, you know, getting a win or at least a top three at one of those tracks.
0: Well, and it, it's more, I will re- reiterate what you were saying. Work. I get to come into the cup at the exact right time. Everybody's starting a new car to where I'm not coming into a league running with people that have been running the cup cars for years, months. And I think I could count on one hand, the number of times I've run the cup car in a competitive environment.
6: Yeah. You and Carl will, it'll be helpful. with You guys coming in really first full time in the new next gen when everybody else is new to it. I mean I'm sure some guys will have experience, they're probably running it and officials and stuff like that, but you know, as a season long deal and with the guys we're running against, it's gonna be all new for everybody. So hoping that alone, you know, kinda closes that gap where we can see more guys winning than just, you know, five guys.
1: Five guys, great sponsor. Thanks for plugging.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about food.
1: Oh, man. But, uh, you know, you guys both, you know, came out of no, I mean, not so, so to speak, came out of nowhere, but you guys had, you know, consistent, you know, finishes throughout the year, but then came alive, came alive near the end and put yourselves in the right spots. You know, uh, Brandon, you, Brandon, you made both the playoffs there, the the final ones. Um, Josh, you made the final one there in the Sportsman Series, made it all the way up to third. I mean, you guys put a hell of a season together to get you in the right spot, at the right time to come alive. Because I mean, yeah, I know Josh, you, you know, you were battling back there <laughs> with me late, you know, mid, mid ten pack, you know, the, you know, back there for most of the season. That's kind of where we were kind of drifting at for the most part. And then at the end, I mean, you just put yourself in the right spot, and you just kept, you know, getting that 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 good enough finish to get the catapult you to the next round and hit your hit your goals. So I mean. know having that mindset of you know hitting those small goals not like hey i want to win 15 races or i want to you know enter the final round just like hey i just want to be in it okay well maybe i can be in it again you know have that type of mentality just to you know kind of chip away at it so it's good good to have
0: yeah it it was one of those really strange things that like brandon was talking about it just clicked The trucks just did not mesh with me very well. And then someone said a few things to me in one of the practice sessions and they will go unnamed. And things just started to click. It also helps that the standard iRacing setups are unbelievably tight and I like something I drive with the rear end. And all of the setups we started using Or that, I was waiting for a phrasing there.
2: Uh, I, I said that's what she said.
0: Okay, that works too. But yeah, just the setups ultimately also played into my favor through the end of the season. But we're sitting here talking a lot about trucks. And we've been making Blake sit out there this whole time. That's fine.
2: Yeah, who cares about that guy?
0: yeah screw that guy we're
2: we're, we're likely going to get to talk to him next week as well so
0: even though it looks like he's there however well we're waiting for him even though i just saw his square go green i'm here brandon salute to you on the season championship sir it was great to have you there it was fun and i'm looking forward to cup next year
6: yeah thanks yeah it it was a blast
2: I honestly, I, um, this was in my opinion, the best season of TNT we've had. Um, it was, uh, a great time, uh, really enjoyed, uh, the battle we had consistently between the closed circuit and the endeavor guys. So, uh, hopefully we can continue at cup next year.
0: And, And then Blake came in there and just decided to exert dominance like oh yeah used we, uh, to in well practice.
2: I, I, look like 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 i said on facebook we were all very impressed by it blake is so fast
5: well look the last two tracks that tnt ran were also tracks that sportsman and cup were running so it was just an extra little oh. track time you know
2: i'm sure that's what it was <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's nothing wrong with wanting to win i'm, I'm just giving oh shit, man
0: like
6: John, <laughs> I, I,
0: calm down
6: it is pretty weird though that that lined up like that considering you know an admin was making that schedule at the time and he knew the change was coming so he could set it up like that <laughs> and, and i'm just gonna
0: I- expand upon my comment john we love running with you you just have a tendency to end up in everyone else's and,
2: shit. Hey, hey, look, uh, John. And I John, have
0: been trying to get Carl to stop using Flipper again.
2: Oh, I, I, I was just having fun <laughs> with that. But listen, John has more TNT wins than Nick. So just saying. I mean, if um, if, he, if he thinks that he's like the bottom of Endeavor, I mean, he's still better than bottom the bottom of, of CCR. CCR. <laughs> I hope Nick didn't watch that because he seemed very upset
1: about that. So, uh, welcome Blake, our, uh, 2021 sportsman, uh, series champion. So you went, uh, so, uh, man, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, welcome to the wonderful podcast. So we're, you know, we're going to go ahead and start talking about your wonderful run here, uh, that you put together for the season, you know, uh, is there anything that you know happened throughout the season that you can point to as your favorite point of the of the race, a win or a battle or anything to that effect?
5: Um, I don't know. Like sportsman, sportsman was a long season. Uh, it's it's hard to really remember back to anything that happened before the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, this last race with Pescini was awesome. Uh, the last. 20 laps to decide the title it was a lot of fun but um yeah earlier in the year i'm looking back through the races and it's like i don't know i don't really remember anything that happened back in march i, I just i can't think back that way and remember what happened i, I mean, was just we watching could... the incident clip from myrtle beach trying to figure out how that race went and then i saw that <laughs> the couple accidents there at the bottom as i went from getting pole to finishing 19th, three laps down
0: i mean we could go back to the first two races of the season oh wait no.
5: <laughs> well <laughs> hey, at least i don't have to sit up the first two of next year yet i mean i guess there's yeah. always still a yeah, chance
0: there's still a chance
2: and uh you know don't uh don't push your luck because you get two admins on here so, um, so
0: here's the question did you just get sneakier about doring people this season or was it just <laughs> a no- avoiding that
5: it's avoiding it. I mean, I I don't try to actively run people over, and I, I'm surprised we haven't actually talked about that race last year. Um, it's never come up. Like we talked about in the post race and everything, and everyone had their.
0: Well, we didn't know, have a podcast. That, that horse has already been turned into glue. And you
5: know, yeah, I was gonna say like uh, we, I, we've you know it's kind of come up, but we've never actually like. You know, talk talked about it but uh oh, no this year i know, mean i don't try
1: to race like drink. that we didn't so i have like a sit and meet here in a podcast setting to kind of do that last and, year and also
0: know. josh and carl weren't as drunk most of the other times that you came in here that's,
1: that's
2: true. true um yeah, yeah. Normally I'm, I'm
0: here like right at the
5: start i'm in here at 9 30 they're like two or three drinks in
2: oh and, uh, you know, you know <laughs> nick what
1: nick's not here to stir the pot too so uh all uh, right right speaking of which i'll be back <laughs>
5: But uh no, I mean I don't I don't door people out of the way. I mean if I get into someone nine times out of ten it's an accident, and the tenth time is it's a championship deciding race. So.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean you know you put together a hell of a season. Um, I I, I I lose track of your win count, you know just uh I know you probably don't, but I do. You know it's just like, oh yeah Blake won again. Yeah, but Blake won again. I mean you had your fan club out there like oh let me guess Blake won again out there. Uh, was it uh. I forgot his name he always comments let me guess blake one rick warnke or yeah. someone like
2: that <laughs> yeah i actually miss those comments <laughs>
5: me too <laughs> made me feel like i had a fan
1: uh you know you know I, my fan was mikey so my only fan yeah my my only fan was mikey keller he was out there always rooting for me
2: i
5: miss that guy he was he was fun
2: and hold on hold on blake i, I was your fan for most of the season you were I, I, I was I was cheering for you, and I didn't um, see you in the
1: comments section though.
2: Well, I couldn't be because I was broadcasting.
5: <laughs> no, Carl sneaks in his uh his fandom for me in other ways with uh, certain <laughs> phrases he likes to use every week in the in the broadcast. It's it, I love it. <laughs> I love man. it so much. I've been consistent with it too every week. Well, it's funny. Last week he he hypes up my impeccable racecraft, and then the end of the race happens. So, yeah. Well. <laughs> Can't always be perfect, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that was a difficult race. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of The Rock. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a fan of turns one, three, and four. I'm not a fan of turn two out of, of The Rock. I don't know. It just doesn't suit. The corner exit doesn't, like, to me, translate to what the track is. Uh, I think it's, like, an absolutely dog shit corner. Uh, <laughs> but, when, well, you the- know, turns one, you know, I get a great entry to it, and I always fuck up turn two. But three and four are fine.
5: Well, Rockingham this year drove way different than it did last year. I think the packages were flipped. So this year it almost felt like Darlington, how you had to enter in the middle, kind of let it wash up high and then cut down off the corner. Uh last year I felt like we wrapped the bottom both corners. Um and it was just a little tight off too. So
1: Yeah, I just feel like, you know, uh no matter where I was doing, I was either giving up uh momentum on the in- the corner entry and then uh or exit you know i try to change it up and either way i just couldn't get both of the corners to sync up for me it was, you know i was good on time either way or depending on the way i entered and exit so it just sucked so but i like turns three and four so
5: those are the ones where you didn't have to worry about hitting the wall and exit
1: yeah and the corners felt natural like you know it felt like they're supposed to be there i think turn two just didn't feel like it was supposed to be there, like the exit. Like they were like, "Oh fuck it, we we did a really great turn one, three, and four. We'll fuck up turn two <laughs> Trying to figure out what track we're talking about. The Rock, Rockingham. Oh god. Yep. See. What, what What's your take on that, Brandon? You You raced it. Oh no, you did. It's pretty good. You You, you practice it. It was done. You You didn't get to race it. You got to practice it.
6: I didn't practice either. I just stayed away from that track. I struggled last year, and I was like, oh, I have to skip it. Oh, no.
5: Brandon missing that race is the is the uh, reason I lost that race. So I'm pretty pissed off you had to miss that one. <laughs> He's our fuel guy. He has all the fuel numbers and everything, and I got confused, thought I didn't have enough gas pit, and then it was just icy coming back up from there, so. That's
6: one of my worst two TNT finishes were the ones you ran in, so. I know.
5: <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's a coincidence, and your best fuel finish is the race i left early so
6: my truck wins the one you didn't run either oh shit you're bad
0: luck <laughs> so <for him. laughs> basically maybe we should like
5: you know trade you somewhere to like ccr for uh for carl or something i don't know
0: why the hell would you want me comic relief oh that
2: that's actually fair and- Portrait. And
0: you are also our on, fuel number guy.
2: I, 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 honestly, me and John on the same team chat, I feel like would be hilarious. We'd be trading a uh, one mid pack driver for another, and you'd be teammates with ZD. So, I mean, ho- so hold you on, guys right could there. hash it out. You guys could hash it out immediately. Saying say, saying that putting putting me and Brandon in the same category, uh, that's a little bit of a stretch. But uh, also, proud so,
0: smile to your face.
2: I. I I appreciate the compliment but it is not accurate. Um maybe maybe like a trade for um well you know he, he's taking a break like if you want to trade Johnny uh the CCO. <laughs> yeah, no.
5: <laughs> we might have enough Long Island drivers for a uh, strictly Long Island team here pretty soon. We got 5 of us
0: which is why I'm not even gonna bother asking you guys my question of the night yeah but I
2: mean, we can cover that at the end <laughs> oh yeah I, th- I think I, I think there's one correct answer here so we'll yeah we'll leave everyone in suspense what'd you guys think of the
5: uh the vegas race though the sportsman finale because i I don't know if I like that race or not
0: i I will be the first to say if I was going into an open setup official with that setup you better believe that's the setup I want out there but with everybody having it i wasn't a huge fan
5: my issue well okay so as soon as the daytona road course was over and i pulled back even with passini i actually had off of work the next day so i immediately went to town trying to work on vegas and i knew right away we were in a box and i hate this box so the strategy box we were put in where we had five fuel stops with three sets of tires i think that's kind of ridiculous so hopefully that's something where not doing next season uh because to me it felt like that turned the race into like a gamble into a lottery because uh, you know earlier this year in the cup series i hit pit road on darlington uh, caution came out and i was in control of that race and then from there i was just stuck in the midfield and having a championship deciding race with that same type of premise to me just seemed a little ridiculous and then just the driving too like the way the trucks raced you couldn't make a pass on the bottom, which just seems kind of weird for an intermediate. It was uh, it was strange.
0: It, it that is the one thing I will say that felt weird, especially at Vegas, is Vegas is one of those tracks that, in a stock car, you really should have been able to make both lines work.
5: Absolutely. I mean, it, it was it was strange how the bottom couldn't.
0: Yep, you we were, lost. Yeah,
5: wow. you got me now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was strange how the bottom lane couldn't make any ground on the middle. In the middle, you had to like pinch the low line because somehow you would also still get momentum, like you would running the wall if you were running like one lane off the bottom. So it yeah. didn't make any sense to me at all. So I knew, okay, you don't want to be on the bottom. Adam taught me that in the, you know,
2: start of the race. So.
1: No, no I was, I, um, I was in the middle of the race. Uh, that was uh... oh, a. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, Brian. It was, it was, it was
2: Brian. Yeah, Brian, that's, and, you know, f- from a broadcast perspective, So, for, first of all, I want to point out, like uh, Justin said, that having to make more fuel stops and you have tires available is the dumbest thing. It is. And I- from, from, from a broadcast perspective, I'm going to disagree with that respectfully, um, just because it made it interesting while I was calling it. I'm not out there, so I can't comment on that. It's, but it, just, one
5: thing, if the strategy race turns out that way naturally, like if we had 100% fuel and three sets of tires and it turned into that type of race, fine. But to put us in that box from the start is just it, it's stupid. Like, why not? If we're going to preach tire saving so much, why not give us 100% gas and give us a 40 lap oh, time and see if it
2: matters? I I, I actually think 100 percent fuel is a great idea in general. Um, I think it worked out well in uh, t- yeah. uh, TNT this year, uh, even though some of my teammates who are now saying yeah disagreed with that um, at the oh, time. Oh no!
0: Because <laughs> I actually had to drive. I had to drive conservative, and no, no, I yeah. don't want to.
2: No, um, but um, I. Well, that's why I got beat at Atlanta. Um, I. I'm aware. And <laughs> Nashville. Want me to have you? <laughs> Well, he, he got beat at Nashville he spun, uh, yeah, because he spun. I, yeah,
0: I got beat at Nashville because of my own incompetence and in um, not taking full fuel. But,
2: but no, yeah. it, but, but back to the truck race, it was absolutely infuriating. Like it seemed like, you know, if guys were on equal tires, like it's like okay, like here's someone's faster, like we're about to have a battle, and then like you know we saw it over and over with you, Blake. We saw it with Pacini at the end. It's like there was no battle. It just you, the driver of the bot, you know, the, the driver in front could just. Hanging, hang out in the middle, one lane up, and then the driver on the bottom, like could not get anything going. Yeah. Which at times was fun, but it, it was, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating being a part of it. Um,
5: early in the race, you couldn't do anything on the bottom. Late in the race, I was obviously happy that I was able to, you know, give Pasini the bottom because I knew he couldn't get it done. Uh, unless my concern was is when Gael and uh, Joe were up there, whether or not they were going to push him by me on the bottom. And then when Joe made it, almost made it three wide that one lap, I thought I went too high and Pacino was going to be able to clear me. And if he did, it was over. Like that was ball game, you know? So it was all things considered, like, I don't know. Vegas is usually a fun track, but probably like the absolute worst one to have the title fight be decided at.
2: Well, well, and also it would have been game over more than likely if that pit stop strategy for him had worked out and you had not uh, gotten on your brakes so quickly. Okay. So like that one, like I saw, I, I knew.
5: I knew as soon as I saw Ed and Ross rolling up the inside, I'm like, great, he's gonna he's gonna slow down, hit pit road. I'm gonna be stuck, so I'm like, I I'm gonna have to slow down and dive in. And luckily, Joe was behind them, and he
2: had to call it out. But I was ready for it. If he uh if he didn't, I I, I genuinely think that was a championship winning move right there. I think that I think I because I, I I mean, you're so close that I think one lap may have made the difference. Maybe not, but man, that that was such a smooth move right there. I, I was yeah. blown. like, I, I didn't, when I was calling the race, I didn't realize that what, that's what happened. I thought he was following you in. Um, but it was when you told me after like that just blew me away.
5: Yeah. Like I, I kind of figured that's what was going to happen. We were in the field window. Um, why would not you not try to pit when the guy you're fighting is now trapped on the high side? And if I would have cycled in behind him there's no way I would have been able to get to his outside cause he would have held me off. So I had to hit pit road first, get off first. And yeah, that, that was definitely the move there. It, it, uh, it worked. I mean, last year you almost saw it. You almost saw Darlington last year, get one on a uh, one on a two tire stop. So it's uh two years in a row. It's come down to the last pit stop.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, when we're talking about running side by side, uh, you were getting like a hell of a run on the inside, and thanks to guy LB being behind me, he was able to give me the launch off the corner. And then, you know, I don't know, you know, how it played out between you and Pescini at the end. I was too far back in the nosebleed section at that point, due my due to my own incompetence, um, to be able to see that one. But you know, was he having help on the outside line pushing him into the corner, or it was a well, no? He side was by side.
5: He was on the bottom, and none of us really had help. Um, I don't even remember how he ended up losing his advantage on the bottom and we ended up going a uh, single file. I don't know if he just had a bad corner or if uh, when Joe peaked three wide, if that's <clears throat> what made him slip up and I was able to you know, pull ahead. I honestly don't remember how that worked out like that. But um, no, none of us really had help.
1: Yeah, I got you because I... I could feel the momentum whenever a would really get close to me to help kind of push me ahead of you when we were battling for like uh, probably about 10 or so laps side by side there. And then, uh, you know, I, I felt that, you know, that that was the only reason why we were still staying side by side and you didn't really kind of pull, pull on that corner exit on me.
5: Even in practice, I ran on Justin Rodden's outside for a little while and that's when I figured out, okay, the top's where we want to be because we were side by side the whole time and he couldn't, he couldn't make the bottom work and get clear of me and i likewise couldn't clear him on the top so i'm like okay but i kept having the advantage coming off turn four to the finish line i was always ahead so i knew right then like i have to be on the top at the end of the race that's what it comes down to
1: yeah yeah i mean i you know i had a blast but i would like to you know where we would have to lift going the corners to kind of make the corners work versus, you know, being a super speedway until the last like five laps of the run where it kind of started to push.
5: The only race that was as frustrating to be a part of was the legend fun race we did at Bristol where you also couldn't pass and you were just running in a big pack. Like that was the only other race I think I've done where that's been the case. It was just frustrating. I mean, you should be able to make a pass on an intermediate and you
2: absolutely couldn't.
0: Yeah, it, it was th- that Wake was up, my Carl. biggest complaint.
2: Um, I'm, uh, it's been a long day. I um had a, I think I think I may have mentioned that I've had this problem before, but one of our uh, dogs uh, uh pooped in the house early this morning, and then the other dog ate it and then vomited <laughs> it up. That, so that's um, not good. Yeah, that's 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 the thing and literally, literally the smell woke me up. Um so um at, the at smell at five, of five, vomited feces. Yep, at five AM that got me up and um then a work day and here I am. I understand. Continue yawning, you're fine. Do you, do you know who doesn't do that? Cats. I they, 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 uh my, my, my cat vomits a good bit, but not usually feces. But see exactly
1: my, I have cats and dogs and my dogs eat the cat shit, so it's awesome. Yeah, oh, so make... it's it,
0: it's garnished with a little bit of litter.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the mine dogs are awesome. Yeah, yeah. We um we
2: we, we put our our cat's litter box in the in a uh a closet, and then I uh, put a a dog door, or I guess a cat door, in the door itself, so they can they can go in. Dogs can't get in.
1: I have I have all sizes of dogs. They would squeeze their way in. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's got, that's that. I got tiny I, 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 middle, middle ones and then a little I, husky. I think,
2: you're, I think your dogs are actually cats. Um, <laughs> dogs no, no. shouldn't be able to fit in uh cat doors.
1: If it's a cat size, maybe a little dude might not be able to. He's kind of put on some uh weight <laughs> since we got him. Uh, but uh, yeah. My uh, my my old old guy Teddy, he's uh, he's a small old Jack Russell. He could probably fit fit into it mm. depending on what size, but uh. Yeah, the other one's probably not as much. They would try, though. They would try, you know, get their dessert. Oh, you it's, know what? It, 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 I totally the, the
5: forgot. About, I'm looking through the Sportsman series while you guys were talking about that. I totally forgot I pushed Nick to a win at Talladega. Uh,
0: uh, Nick is, unfortunately, uh, he does like to lord over that he has a Sportsman win over Carl and I.
2: He, look, he he's the only, uh, I suppose he's the only CCR driver, but no, we have Pissini and Hanner, but um, he's the only non-CCR uh, alien who um, uh, has a win outside TNT. So, um, but he still doesn't have a TNT win. He does not have a TNT win, so I'm going <laughs> to lord that over him.
0: He also is the only one to have been booted f- or parked from a <laughs> TNT race. The
2: only CCR driver,
0: yes, that's yes. absolutely correct.
2: I still feel a little bit bad about that one. Nah. Well you you almost booted me that same race. So um and we deserved it honestly. We were driving like shit. So Which um, one was that? Um it was the it was the race before I got my pedals and then everything was, changed.
0: Uh New Smyrna? Yeah, I hate that track. Hate. That it. was the one that Tim and I decided that you could go 20 laps over race distance on a set of tires in a tank. Which is part of the reason why I kind of like the 100% fuel because yeah i mean it really can throw that kind of strategy in there and some of these short tracks yeah you can keep your track position but you're going to be a half second slower than everybody else yeah but full something t- like north wilkesboro you may actually be able to defend it that way
5: yeah for sure uh full tanks would be great hopefully uh hopefully we get them i mean i don't mind like even cup the 65 percent's worked out pretty well and I remember back before I left the admin team being pretty adamant that if we're going to increase the length of the intermediates, we need four sets of tires available during the race.
0: Uh, I'll agree with what Justin put in the comments that if you need four, you need it to match the number of stops. Yeah. I Granted, I... I enjoyed kind of the little bit of gamemanship this past Wednesday, but at the same time...
1: I. I... I messed up i know, could have didn't want to listen to me when i said fuel only and uh hmm. went ahead and gave me tires on that first i was time.
2: i was actually wondering why you took tires
1: at once st- and then uh, uh once, I, um, once i came out and i took the lead i was like screw it i'm gonna take the tires again i'm gonna hang out with blake up front for a little bit and, yeah uh, uh race with him, and then uh i was riding behind them for a little bit pushing them there at, uh up until that caution came out and that kind of screwed us because i was uh, trying to use uh, Blake as a uh, fuel saving but also drafting partner so we could actually like kind of pull away from everybody and get a huge distance at least it it would help me out
5: (laughs) Vegas was kind of weird all right so I did probably I had I checked this on VRS I had 382 laps at Vegas between last week and the end of the sportsman race on Wednesday night So that was 260 laps before we even went green. And I know I did one full 120 lap AI race to get ready for it. Just trying to figure out strategy and whatnot. So it's funny, like that much preparation went into a race where like the racing itself kind of sucked, but I had to figure out the strategies. I had to know what to do. Uh, and I figured out that if we were about four to five laps short on fuel throughout the race to save one lap of fuel, you had to run four to five seconds off pace for four laps. So it was actually quicker to do a stop and go for uh, for a splash and go of fuel than it was to save that much gas sitting there lifting and running that far off the pace. So the the two yellows really helped.
1: Yeah, I was upset with the uh, the one that came on around 56, 57 when I was running behind you because you know I was planning on my next stop to be my full uh, 100% run on the tires. And uh, with that caution, it just kind of screwed everything and regrouped the whole entire field because I was trying to push you out as far as possible since I had uh, like four or five lap newer tires than you. I could, uh, you know, I was able to can draft and save because I had a little bit fresher tires. And I I was going to be able to save my tires because every corner I was clutching going in and behind you.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, as much as we want to sit and say that the racing wasn't all that good i can honestly say that there were a lot of really fun moments for myself throughout the race didn't get to have as much fun as blake did but i got my fun on vegas in the tnt race the previous week i think
5: you and i had a close call in that race i'm trying to remember i feel like i cut you off or something
0: yes you did
2: yeah <laughs> i know like, i talked I like, well, blake cutting someone off i'm I, no well
5: at least when i do it like i try to make sure like the guy isn't already alongside of me because that shit pisses me off but you know adam i chopped off early in the race but i got down there so like if he wanted to stand the throttle and bump me whatever i'm not going to spin out but like yeah I, I can't stand when guys just oh i'm gonna move up the track i'm already there like what are you doing
1: yeah soon right, so, 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 so you <laughs> drop that nose underneath me going in uh, i don't remember which corner either one or three I, I was like, all right, th- th- that's what he's doing. All right, I'm doing it. You know, I'm gonna stay as close to his door on the inside as he can, and he, he's not gonna have a great run out of any of the corners for the next few laps. And I was like, okay, he started to give me space. I'll give him some space now.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad, but like I knew that first lap, you need to be on the bottom. So maybe I should have stayed on the outside.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then you kind of purposely, you know, or not really, not purposely, but you know, unfortunately, you, my teammate was on the outside of me. You know, giving me a hell of a runs, uh, and keeping me in front of you, clicking off some more lap lead.
5: I did have um some like Vietnam flashbacks when Gaël, when uh you took the top and Gaël lined up in front of me on one of those restarts. I was like, oh god, here we go. The rock.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, luckily we didn't uh, have a redo of that.
1: But yeah. No, I mean- but
0: I I had a lot of fun with it because. I got to make a few, um, what I called my dumbass move of the nights to where I ended up taking someone three wide going into turn one to where I actually entered off of the apron. And we kept it clean. There was a lot of fun battling in the mid pack after the first caution that it was, it was basically side by side for the first 10 laps of that run. We had a lot of three wide. We closed it out with a four car battle that would have probably required the brown pants if it was me (laughs) up there to wrap it up. But we. it wasn't the most fun out there in terms of being a driver in all honesty, but the viewing was good.
5: I will say, like, I I love the truck, and I always have, because usually it does put on the better, well, not better, but, like, the closer racing. Because back when I started on iRacing, the Gen uh, 6 car was on the 2014-15 package, so that would get spread out. And meanwhile, the truck, you could actually run close together and it was more close quarters and i can't remember ever having a truck race and i racing like the one we had at vegas where you could not make a pass in any lane it was just even the entire time so that was that was definitely strange the only time i remember that ever happening
1: Man. Yeah. you know you know for me uh the start of the race you know i clipped a or during qualifying i clipped turn four you know and you know if you looked at our times uh second or third through 17th were a tenth off of each other so i mean that's how close qualifying was so i started mid to late pack so i was like screw it i'm just gonna do fuel savings from the get-go and try to make it uh eliminate a fuel stop uh and just kind of go through that way until the the cautions fail but in that point it's kind of like all right well now that kind of threw that away because i found during uh ai testing i could I can stretch it the first run 24 and the next run 25 on the older set because you're running, you know, a lot slower lap time. So you're able to kind of clutch it more and still get the same speeds, basically. So that was kind of trying to trying to do it that way and play a different fuel strategy race and not actually race race. But then, you know, I, didn't, uh, I took tires on the first stop. So that kind of took everything out of the way. <laughs> But overall it was a I, I think it was a fun race, so to speak. I mean I had quite a few great battles. I just wish I would I wouldn't have been incompetent on that last pit stop. I you know, I, I lost some set using my, you know, last run at that point. I was like I tried to gain a little bit more trying to go into pit road, a couple more seconds that I lost on the track and, and bit me in the end by having a forty second hold.
5: Yeah, pit road entries uh I usually try to pick up a lot of time there. A lot of guys are really conservative, uh, hitting pit road and I, I'm not like, I'm usually like a mile or two over the speed limit, uh, past the cones. It's amazing. I don't get more speeding penalties.
1: Yeah. the, The first, uh, three or four that we had that night, I was perfectly fine on, you know, and I was actually a little bit under on that one. So I was like, well, I've been under on these, all these other ones. So let me just push it just a little bit. And then I came in way too hot and then locked it up. And once you lock those tires up, there's no, you know, coming back from that one, it, there's no slowing down. It just slides at that point. So, but, uh, you know, I liked it, you know, I don't know. Would you rather have been there or Homestead?
5: I feel like you could actually make moves at Homestead. So, like, this is, this is strange. I would say Homestead because I feel like you could make passes and you wouldn't be side-by-side the whole time because Homestead usually is a one-lane track. And that that's honestly been one of the keys to me figuring that place out is like, instead of running whatever line I feel best in, which is usually the high line, I actually have figured out, okay, you have to run a very particular line there. And now that I've done it, I've been better.
0: Yeah, I honestly, I think that it may not have been the best closer that we've had. But I, I think it was acceptable, and it was a little more on the setup than it was the track selection. I
5: mean, really, the final round should have been Martinsville, Daytona Road Course, and Richmond. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm no, sure no. you would have loved that. Absolutely um, but not.
2: But uh, honestly, I mean, it's 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 hard to complain about a finish where the guys who are first and second in points are battling it out so that whoever wins between them wins the championship. Yeah, right? that, I mean, you, that could,
5: you couldn't script it any better than that. Yeah. And I was that telling bet. Brandon I was telling Brandon, good thing we have faster pairs or else Justin would have made it a boring race on lap one.
1: Yeah. I mean For you, Justin. You, I mean you have to look at it. That was a non scripted race, whereas, you know, NASCAR, all four people were on the top four throughout the whole mm. entire race. I'm like, oh that's coinky dink, you know? Uh so that's, that's kind of,
0: basically uh no everyone was told
1: you wreck them, you're fined. Yeah, because I, I believe Blaney had a uh, faster car than most, and he near the end, I think, with like three laps to go, he said, "Screw it, I'm passing Chase," and passed him for fourth. <laughs> he, he was he was you know waiting idly by and like, okay, I don't want to interrupt this battle here. You know, we got to make it look like they're the they're the best. So, yeah, was, you know, I but, think it was a little bit, ours, was, we, we, we bit scripted there on that, uh, that championship yeah. race. It kind of looked a little skewed, uh, cause Denny was struggling most of the race, but everybody else was like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, Oh, he got by him and he's, now he's up in the top four. So, but, uh, no, you guys did a hell of a job there and putting yourself both in the right place at the right time. Uh, you know, I wish I could have, you know, seen it firsthand or broadcast it like, uh, Carl was able to, you know, get to see that firsthand of, uh, you know, you make that miraculous dive in right there and kind of put yourself in the race-winning move, maybe.
5: Yeah, I I really do think that's what did it. I feel like if I waited one more lap, uh, there would have been no way. I wouldn't have been able to pass him. Uh, Even earlier in the race, I could only catch up to him, and then it was pretty hard to get around him.
0: I I would argue that after you chop my nose off, I— I'll admit that I was a little bit annoyed by it to where when Joe caught me, it was just like, no, go ahead. I want to see if there's uh, anything that happens from last year. (laughs) And then it didn't happen, and you two basically just linked up and then ended up catching Pacini. I was just like, well, that was probably not the right move as a teammate, but
1: meh, roll the dice.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, it all worked out, so.
1: All right, so, you know, Brandon, so whenever uh, you were going through it, you now what was your mindset trying to compete? Because, I mean, you're you're still in the top six. You're going through this race. Like, oh. you know, you were running up front. I know, I think at one point you you were, I think in that round mid-race, you were right around sixth or so. You now you were up there battling, you know. How was your race overall?
6: Um. Well, I, I was off in practice like i'd run i ran two uh full tire set like so two tire two runs with one tire set basically the full run and my tires like way worse than blake's I'm, like i don't know how i'm fucking up the easiest track we've ran at but i'm doing it um so i was pretty worried um and then somehow i qualified second and uh you know going to three and four was uh the recipient of uh, the first card hit justin um so I was, didn't realize I was as damaged as I was. But I had engine damage, I must have a bunch of arrow. So I didn't take my fast repair. I just took the optional and the we went green and I was off the pace drastically. I was twenty fifth entire run. So that would have went green the whole way, I would have probably left the race. Um but I got that caution, got the fast repair, and then I was up there fighting with uh Bassini and Joe. And I was, it was real tight. Like Joe was on my door and I was on Bessini's bumper. So it was super tight. And like, I just must've turned in the second too late and nicked the wall and it just sucked me up and went from like fifth to 18th. So I had to fight back up and I was able to get to ninth, but just it was a, a, the race wasn't that fun to begin with, with the package where you kind of just wide open the entire time. Um, And then all the issues I had to. It was kind of just a boring race that I was I was ready for it to be over. Um, I saw Justin, I was trying to stay in front of Josh as much as I could, try to beat him, to get third. Um, and then you know I got in that wall there, as like, oh, that's over. And then I got in that last round of pits, and Josh started pulling away. So I knew I couldn't get to him. I was slowly catching Justin, I just was hoping I could at least battle him for for sole position of fourth, but I just wasn't it wasn't quick enough, and Cody lost to him by probably less than a tire. Um, so it was just kind of just a boring race. Um, uh, I'm glad it's over.
1: So, we got a question out there from good old Larry O'Patrick. He oh. says, Uh, what is the outlook heading into next year's cup season? What will it take for you to beat the wonderful alien next to you?
0: I you can tell Larry joined late. Yeah, he thought of me.
1: Yeah. Um, now Blake's in here so you can talk trash to him. So
6: that you know, before you were talking <laughs> yes. he wasn't actually here it. to
1: actually uh you know, listening and get feedback.
6: Well, as we learned earlier, I'm just a mid pack car, so probably nothing. <laughs> um but uh I don't know. You know, the next gen, you know, if it's like I said I'm hoping that closed the gap a little bit. Um you know, there's been a couple races here where I felt competitive with him and Justin and all the, you know, the top guys. Um Damn. and just haven't been able to. to to do anything with it you know i guess uh what was that uh atlanta i think or vegas in uh, the cup series uh when it's greg me and him battling for the lead at the end there that's the best i probably felt in a race um you know charlotte i maybe had something for him i was quick at charlotte i'm always quick at charlotte and always fine direct um that happened again so uh the big thing is consistency um i showed speed at a lot of these tracks Um, and then just, I find a way to fuck it up. So just gotta be way more consistent. And then I'm still like a second, probably slower on pit road total than those guys. So, uh, figuring that out as well will be the biggest challenges.
2: I'll, I'll tell you the CCR strategy in general is just going to be, we're going to rotate each week, uh, as to who's going to wreck him. Um, and we'll just take turns wrecking him. It's a long season. We can each have a, you know. We can afford one incident point every, you know, a uh, few races. Uh, we'll just, uh, we'll just rotate you're... wrecking him.
0: Yeah, and well, then I... you just drop them by the... You'll have them drop by the next time it's you up next.
2: Yeah.
5: You got to be near oh. me first. <laughs> I mean... Uh, look, uh, you, you have, have to lap you, us at some point. That's what I
2: say. You have to
1: lap laugh <laughs> him. Go around him at some point. Just no, like...
5: I really do think the next-gen car is going to... Especially, like, even, like, Dover and Darlington. Even, like, uh, in... Uh, Like when it first released, uh, you were running
2: flat out. So I really think it's going to close up the field a lot. Um, Larry has another question. Question for Blake. What will it take to take the primary sponsorship spot and put my beautiful face on your hood? If uh, If you pay and have the paint scheme made, I will run it. Listen, Larry. If you'll pay, I'll make the paint scheme. I'll, I'll, I'll actually see if Pasini will work with me on it. I
5: want a um, good
0: paint, so probably like. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> damn! Them's fighting words.
5: I'm kidding, Carl. Damn,
1: <laughs> The bromance is gone. No, I mean, he just no, eliminated it, it, his it, bromance. It, it
2: it hurt because it's mostly true. Um, the bromance but... is gone. <laughs> uh, Larry said it's happening. All right, done. <laughs> Oh, if it's anyone
5: awesome. wants to, I know, it's, I have like this button map to push to talk, so oh. sometimes I like slip off of it. But uh, if anyone wants to look like me in the Xfinity series, my two fuel schemes are on trading paints.
2: Oh, nice. Or, or
0: <laughs> you, what you could do is just pass a photo of Larry Opatrick around, and it'll end up on the bed of a lot of the trucks come next year. Yeah, oh, I can't yeah, wait for the that's... new
5: trucks, by the way. That's going to be sick. Gonna make my transition over to all Ford next year.
1: What? Uh, this guy over here, your teammate, loves the Tundra. I thought I thought he was gonna go with the Tundra. Oh yeah, yeah that ain't happening.
6: I'll be probably the lone Chevy there in the Endeavor stable next year. Well, I only I've always switched to really-
0: Ford just because Carl was doing paint schemes for the Ford. Well,
2: that oh so, so it's this is how it worked out. So I'm a Chevy guy and Chris is a Ford guy. So when we first started with iRacing racing i told him i said all right here's what we're going to do because you know i'm, I'm going to work with you here like we'll do fords for the trucks but i want to do Chevys for the cup cars and then so like we, we him and i started with the uh, uh trucks we're both racing fords and then you know we start getting into uh, the cup races and i'm like all right cool uh, uh i'm about to uh, buy my uh, chevy uh, car here and he said oh I, I already bought a ford i thought it was what we were running i'm like you <laughs> asshole so we're running fords that's why we're running fords i tell well, you it's what, funny because all my favorite drivers in
5: nascar run chevys but i own a ford so it's like i don't know i kind of feel like i'm not loyal i guess
0: i've had both and actually the car i hate that i gave up so my wife could be happy was her fiesta st
5: that's what i have
0: I am so sad that I gave that up. But yeah, it's a fun car. It's fun and cheap, and God, could you can you throw that thing around? Oh, man. Uh, and now I just have my Chevy Spark, and, and which is also guys, actually kind of a blast to throw around.
1: If you guys looked at the Monday night race in fuel, there wasn't a, top, a Ford in the top 13. It no. was all Chevys and Toyotas. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I was like, "All right, let's see." Chevy, Chevy, Toyota, 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 Chevy, Chevy. Oh look, well, there's honestly, a Ford I way the, back there.
5: The Xfinity <laughs> Ford definitely looks like the worst Xfinity car. The Super and the Chevy look great. The Ford just doesn't look quite right. But the new next gen Mustang looks phenomenal, and the new F one fifty that they're going to be coming out with looks amazing too. So, I, I I
2: just on I love everything about the Mustang and the Cup, the next gen. But I think, I, 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 I think, I, think I, the the vents. The vents kill me. It makes it so difficult to really do a great, like, hood scheme. And I don't know. I'm hoping it'll, like, just come to me. But every time I try to do one, it's like I have to make my logos, like, really
1: tiny. and Like, I think out of it. the three cars that, you know, the, the Cup Series has, I think the Ford rear rear end actually almost looks like the actual production. The, the, the way they made the rear end, at least in iRacing, the 3D effect actually makes it look like those are actually taillights where... As the Camaro and the uh, Camry both just look like their are sticker lights. So I, I really commend Ford for, you know, an eye-raising the way they've made their 3D gra- graphics, so to speak, to make it actually look like a rear end off of the Ford Mustang there. But I, I, I think the, the Camaro and the Mustang are way more appealing than the, the Camry, once again. I think the Camry is still lacking because it's a Camry. But uh, the super, the super's is real nice, and it's got
6: a different engine sound than uh, the Mustang. Cause... Oh god, it's actually kind of annoying. Right? I can't stand the the Tundra sound or the the Supra sound.
1: Like I went from you know last year when I was racing IVRL, I was racing the Mustang, and then I switched over to the Supra, and I was like, this engine is way different. What the hell's going on with it? It's a way different sound.
0: I can't remember. Is it because it's the flat plane crank, whereas everything else is cross plane?
1: No, it's just the different exhaust sound for that one. They're all mm. the same engines, basically. They they just have a different exhaust.
0: So I have to ask this really dumb question. Oh, boy. Well, no, we've got Larry O'Patrick out there commenting I've heard way too many rumblings about Dodge joining next year. Is that actually happening?
1: So, Steve. Lots of rumors. Steve Steve said out of everybody, you know, he can't comment on if they are or are not. Steve Phelps, I believe, he came on uh, during the championship, before the championship race or something like that, uh, during some of the talks. And he said, you know, they would be happy to have a fourth manufacturer. And the only one he brought up, the reporters did not bring it up he brought it up and saying that he can't comment if Dodge is coming in or not. So he didn't bring I, up any other manufacturers during that broadcast. I, I think what, cause you
2: know, these re- rumors have been going around for a long time that Dodge might come back, but I think what's giving them a little bit of uh, cre- credence right now is that there's, there's the rumors going around with uh, Stuart Haas racing right now. And the fact that uh, I, I can't remember the details, but one of his other teams has like, um, uh, like non NASCAR teams has like a, a couple of guys that are like, uh, uh, have always run, uh, Dodge. So, um, there's like that connection there. It's like, well, I mean, it wouldn't be unprecedented for you know, you look at Chip Ganassi, he's run different manufacturers and different. Well, that'd be like uh, three, though, that he, he's made, he'll move to three yeah. different ones at that point, right? He, right. But I mean, I I, 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 I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think Stuart Haas wants to be like the the premier uh, team for whatever manufacturer there's they're with. And I don't know that they're a hundred percent getting that with Ford. I mean, if you, you were to Penske's the premier Ford team, I think if you were to rank them, you I'd still put SHR at the top, but it's not probably as like delineated as, as much as he would probably want. You know, I mean, you, you look at I uh, mean, this, mean you know, this
1: past season, I, you have this, to say, yeah, this season, Oh yeah. Oh, this is season definitely. is
2: Penske. Uh, the, this season Stuart haas was awful i mean yeah. they were so bad <laughs> Well, Stewart um, haas has always been kind of
5: awful outside of harvick i mean even when harvick was winning all those races what were the other three cars doing they, that's they weren't
2: a, that's a good point i mean even when tony i mean when you get tony stewart driving a car and he can't win in it consistently um you got uh uh kurt bush you know not not putting together uh, good races in those cars i mean kevin harvick's the only one that's really done
1: super well in those things i thought maybe um, it, you know with brad's move over to roush to rfk that they might be the one that would be propelling into the Dodge well, world because he won his championship in a dodge
2: oh i mean there's there's i, I feel like there's no chance roush is switching away from ford i mean roush has had such a huge connection to ford for so long um i mean i could be wrong i mean i might have I made mean, uh, my face in a few weeks but no i, um, I
1: mean just rumors
2: yeah, no, but I think that might be what actually propels uh, SHR to do something. I mean, it's like, look, you've got you're putting in a ton of investment into Roush, which has not been competitive in years. You're putting in a ton of investment into uh, Penske, uh, which is now you know becoming a better team than us, at least you know this past season. Like, we don't want to be the third team, um, so I, I could see it. I, I don't. It not make a little
6: bit of sense with. Rick Ware joining, you know, get more than one team running Dodge, you know, so not just one team out there. So it makes a little bit more sense there. Cause that connection makes no sense whatsoever.
1: I mean, um, if you look at it though, yeah, like you said, it, you push him over there. That means Dodge is giving them hundred percent funding. Whereas right now Ford's splitting between three different main mm-hmm. camps. And then you got the outliers that are running Fords as well. But you know, so by him them branching over Dodge would be basically giving them one hundred percent funding and backing. And especially it'll be their first year in this new car. The first year is them coming back in a the sport. They want to make a statement. And the funding
6: would be there. They'd be the same as Gibbs and Toyota. Oh yeah, you know they're the main, they're the only one there. They're the. It's working for them, so maybe it's what Dodge needs.
2: Yeah, I mean, re- really, honestly, Toyota is really the only one that has had this kind of relationship. You know, you you look at Chevy spread across multiple teams that are all demanding, like you know, we should be the number one. Ford's the same way. I mean, Toyota—it's very clear what the premier team is. Dodge just got an opportunity. I mean, to- Toyota entered um, with a lot of—I mean, look, there was a lot of resistance Toyota entering to begin with, and I mean now. Yoders, man, I. I, I was one of them, and I still am. Um, <laughs> like, not really, but kind of. Um, I, I I mean, the, what they were able to put together with uh, uh, Joe Gibbs, I mean, I I, I absolutely think that uh, another manufacturer coming in and picking a team to make their premier team
6: could have similar results. Especially a team that's already established, like Stuart Haas. Yep. They have the name. You know, they already have already had the drivers. They have Kevin as their, their nameplate, you yep. know, so it makes sense it'd be sweet to see
1: who does leah run for in the uh the drag racing because that's his girlfriend right because i know he or he just created a whole entire like drag team for her
6: yeah i'm not sure what what she runs leah i think does run dodge it'd be cool to see it'd be sweet to see dodge back in there and another manufacturer in the mix Honestly, I think the biggest, it would be the best
0: move for Dodge because they're trying to tie their entire brand around their performance vehicles. And you look at the Charger, the Challenger, and all of these kinds of things. You gotta run one to where you can have the race on, win on Sunday, sell on Monday.
6: I just it's want to not... see the TRX truck <laughs> in the Camping World Series. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it'd be great to see a fourth manufacturer come in, no matter who, who team it takes, because, I mean, that's more funding into the series. And if they can, you know, spread the love between, you know, the Cup, the Xfinity, and the Truck Series as well and kind of branch it off, which I really don't see in the Xfinity Series because, I mean, you got Ford, and Ford's got, what, one, maybe two cars out there fielding right now. It's kind of crazy.
6: Yeah, that might change with Brad. I know he wants to bring Roush back into the trucks or to the trucks, so he might uh might get them more in the other two series. Hopefully.
4: But
1: All right. I kinda of see uh take the tone of the room kinda of dwindling yeah, down everybody's uh I...
5: Well we moved away from like the league <laughs> stuff to real Nascar stuff, so. all right.
1: Which so... is fun to talk about,
0: but all right, so we'll we'll bring it back to the infighting, but I'm also gonna start with Brandon because we didn't uh, ask him yet. Yeah, Brandon, deep dish or New York style pizza?
6: Um, what exactly is New York style? I'm from the Midwest, so I gotta. We have <laughs> all right Midwestern pizza. <laughs> we'll
0: we'll let our current new. New York resident explain
5: I don't even know where to I don't even know where to start what <laughs> You, I know the you Brooklyn style from what dominoes. Do you Does that like you don't know what a New York, okay.
2: are, 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 so so can can you fold it in half without the sauce squeezing out like a toothpaste tube like that's that's the big difference to me New York is
5: like you know big slices it's thin you fold it it's delicious it's it's not,
2: it's, it's thin but not thin like a cracker like California no, like it, a, oh, yeah it's her her not California like,
0: pizza no there there's no argument there
2: it's it's like when people talk about pizza generally you say pizza you think of New York style pizza All right. like that is
0: as a Midwesterner I will give you the best comparison that I could probably give you, though I'm gonna get yelled at Sabaros so from the mall.
6: I also don't have that. Um <laughs> really? I, I yeah, I enjoy deep dish, but I, if I had to choose, I'd probably go with the New York style.
5: I think the problem is is like everyone who doesn't live in the northeast specifically new york and long island like the new york style everywhere else like isn't
2: what it is up here so i think i'm a little biased Uh, to be be fair i would still choose the garbage imitation stuff over
1: uh deep dish because deep
2: dish is it's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's I mean, a
1: pasta you, dish. If you look at the the deep dishes in any other places, I mean, the only place that you'll come close to it is maybe like the Unos, like you know, Chicago Uno style pizzeria that tries to make imitation version. Like you don't get the true deep dish unless you're in Chicago. No. You know, no, you, no, Chicago or you shop.
0: ship some Luminati's or to or some random shipping. New Yorkers uh, house so all of his neighbors have to see it and. Uh ultimately try to wreck him because, and just ostracize him because that's what he has sitting on his porch waiting for him.
2: Look, look, New York style pizza, um, and, and pizza everywhere, honestly, except for deep dish, is it? it's about balance and it's about restraint, and Chicago lacks both of those things. Um, you end up with something that is Super heavy on the sauce, or super heavy on cheese, or both, and then like it, it's it's greasy and no no it's garbage it's garbage
0: for garbage life
1: garbage <laughs> it's delicious for I life I enjoy
6: I enjoy deep dish I'm just saying if no. I had like every I'd probably choose New York style.
1: Like you nope. have to, you have to be hungry though to go Illuminati's. If you do, if you're just like, oh, just you know, somewhat hungry, yeah, you're. It's it's going to waste because you're like, all right, well, I barely ate a quarter piece. I'm full, so yeah. You, yeah Blake, right. Blake, I'm
0: Blake. I'm glad you have good taste. All right, if I'm be again, I even said this this morning in the CCR chat. I love both of them. You can't yes you can i will say because I'm, I'm from totally ohio i'm yeah, literally exactly. like in between both nah. of them I don't do i think... love going do i did i used to love when my job would send me to new york city and i'd be staying in the fashion district and literally there was a pizza place right by my hotel to where i could go buy a 250 <laughs> slice and sit there and just mow it as i'm walking back to my hotel
2: Yes yeah
0: when i was always in chicago and me and my friends on a saturday night would swing by chai pie and grab a pizza as we're walking back drunk yes
2: did 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 you eat that while you were walking down the street as well or oh we
0: were drunk we didn't care Oh, okay that's that's
2: fair <laughs> Would 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 you eat a Chicago style deep dish pizza a, a, on the podcast right now? Do you want me to go up and get
0: my leftover Illuminati?
2: I was just, I was just trying to find yeah. out how
1: drunk you are. <laughs> I was like, guys, if gonna go grab it, I'll be coming. Now want some pizza? <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: I, I have yet to get my allotment of luminatis for the year to keep in my freezer. But yeah. I finished off last year's today. Spe- 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 Speaking of this conversation.
2: Speaking of good regional foods, uh Blake, you came to uh Charlotte uh what earlier this year. If you ever make a trip like that again, I may have to bribe you to bring me some bagels down uh because I I was it. The uh
5: the place right outside my apartment complex, you buy a dozen you get a free dozen, so Oh, I can bring a
2: lot down. Oh, I and I honestly I could you can put those bagels in a freezer and then reheat them and they are still better than the garbage you get fresh down here. <laughs> I'll trade you for some uh for some uh for some barbecue down there. Oh I can do that. Oh I can do that. We got we got some good barbecue down here. Uh, which, which stuff well of barbecue food.
1: do you like though?
2: Me? Carolina. Well, which Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so mustard or ketchup. Or, or, or vinegar it's the vinegar one where like they don't sauce it up uh see i i you I, add your I, own S- south south carolina we're mustard people but also i mean i, I like the vinegar too vinegar is pretty good
5: there is a place up here that does like uh memphis style where it's all
2: sauced up and it's really good that's ketchup based isn't it i think it's the red I sauce think, I don't know. yeah, yeah well it's... it's
0: am i weird in that I don't like any kind of sauce with my barbecue because if it's good barbecue it should just be good ah. without it. See,
2: see then that's, that's that's where the vinegar based sauce is really good because you, if you're doing it right you're only doing a little bit of it. It's not a whole lot of it. Um and I mean the mustard based stuff's really good. I I I love it cuz I've been around it all my life. I love the stuff.
0: Honestly if I had to have anything yes, the mustard based is proper. Because I just, I'm weird. I like mustard, too. I
5: like how All Justin right, we, just roasted his uh, place of employment. <laughs>
1: uh, um,
0: I don't know if we should be surprised by that, or just... Hey, you
1: should send a DHL. It, uh, they, they're they even better than uh,
2: USPS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, DHL, you might just not get it. Um, Or your neighbor <laughs> might get it. He, he might get one of the 12 bagels arrived. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the the driver ate the rest. <laughs> Oh, i was it. telling
5: carl in a side conversation earlier when i moved up here i hated bagels now i love them i i don't know what i'm gonna do if i ever have to move off this place yeah i, I will save a lot of money because rent up here is just absolutely stupid
2: but the bagels no, no. i've missed the pizza on missed. for for real i i i liked bagels down here until i tried them up in new jersey and new york like i they was just like, hit oh. different it's like and now they're down here it's like i they're they're like chewy and just they're
0: they're awful they're awful do you know what the difference is? It has some it, water. This is gonna sound absolutely horrible. New York has a proper Jewish population.
2: Well, yeah. It's it's also why I think uh, every time I've had rye bread up there, it's been better. Um, it's not even just bagels with cream cheese. It's also like the egg sandwiches uh-huh. that you get on bagels, uh,
5: like you know, you know, egg and cheese, bacon egg and cheese
2: i was i was mentioning you earlier i mean like the the uh, uh taylor ham like i had never heard of taylor ham before. i haven't even tried I, that I, yet it, it and and some people call it pork roll um but oh, yeah, i've there you been go. i've been repeatedly told that it is actually taylor ham it's a north jersey versus south jersey thing um, but uh it, it's basically a fake ham product uh and um they're not legally allowed to call it ham and um but it's good. It's a, they, they fry it up. They throw it with some eggs sometimes and some cheese. And uh, 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 Apparently, it's a big thing out there to do with ketchup as well. And it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, that's
5: the that's the order. You got to get the, the egg sandwiches, salt, pepper, ketchup. I mean, that's just the yep, classic. Yeah, yep,
2: yeah. I, I, it blew my mind the first time I heard it. I'm like, you're eating ketchup on a breakfast sandwich? And it's like, yep. oh, I, I I get it. I get it. This is pretty good.
5: Well, you can ask my dad what he used to put on sausage biscuits uh, when I was growing up.
2: So so for me, sausage
5: biscuits Keeps were always there. mustard.
2: It was always mustard on sausage biscuits. That's worse than what I did, for sure. Oh my god, was it mayo? Yeah. No. Oh god, thank thank you. <laughs> it's a grape jelly.
0: Huh. Well, I cause can, like you, you well I that... would honestly try that. I can yeah, see you, that.
5: You you would do it on a biscuit with no meat, right? So like, why yeah. not do it with
2: one that has it? It was good. Well, and and also I've used grape jelly in like a lot of like savory like I, when I make uh uh like meatballs, like, uh, meatballs. Yeah, yep, meatballs. I do grape jelly in those, and um, it's awesome. Well, that's our food conversation. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, was we're gonna 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 say, it say it's almost
0: ten it thirty,
2: and I think I think I'm gonna go cook out after this. I was <laughs> oh, getting, dude, you guys. <laughs> Uh, five Guys is pretty closed by now. Uh, five I, Guys has been, been, been
0: closed for an hour and a half in my yeah. area. I hate the North, man. No bojangles, no cookout.
5: It sucks. All right.
0: Me. So, Blake, I'm going to probably incriminate myself. Your dad just called out that you used to put mayo and ketchup on hot dogs.
1: I did. Yeah. What, hold up, man. If you're going to put mayo on it,
0: like I am nearly 37, and oh, that is my, my a- condiment of choice. Mayo is, Well, that's a great mayo question. and ketchup right what? there. That is one hundred percent. Like, but you spread the
5: mayo on the buns first, and you put ketchup on top of the hot dog. That's that's the yeah. way it goes. What yeah. mayo?
2: There's, there's one correct answer. There's one correct answer for mayo. Hellman's. Hellman's. Oh, oh, nope. fuck that. no nope. <laughs> No, it's Dukes. It's Dukes. Dukes. It's Dukes.
1: One hundred percent. I get the target no. brand, so Dude, it's I really was angry three I'm years in Hawaii with no Dukes. Three years in Hawaii, I was so pissed off. Nobody had Dukes whatsoever. I had to eat Hellman's crap for three years. It was horrible. I get to All market right. pantry from Target. All right, hold on,
0: Brandon. Have you ever seen Dukes in Ohio? No.
6: No, no I'm from South it, Coast. I'm even farther. No, no, I that, eat that
0: does not come here. Well, it uh, order it and superior. it was change
1: your life. It's superior. It will. It will change your life. Even. I mean, even in like you know, deviled eggs. Change your life.
5: Yep. Well, does does Brandon even know what cheerwine is?
6: Oh. <gasps> I've heard of it. Never had it. Oh, it's so good. There's like well, almost like everything you guys are talking about. I have no idea the hell you guys are going on. I, I.
2: I might get. A, I might get a cheerwine float at a cookout.
5: I used to like big red, but that stuff doesn't really exist anymore.
1: It does here. Oh, lucky. He gets all the right. obscure stuff that everybody gets, you know, you, you know that nobody ever wants. I guess like you know when yep. they ship the 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 non-winners of the playoffs and all that good stuff crap overseas.
6: Yeah, that <laughs> that, y- that Yingling or whatever you guys are always drinking on everybody's cars. Never even had it. Never seen it. None. It it barely made it to
0: like my area within the past two years, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's it's average, but for the price I pay for it, there's better.
6: All right. How those the, the conversations and fuel Discord about all these restaurants? Like, yeah, I've heard like two of those. So,
5: <laughs> you guys doing a podcast next week? Well, no, right, because it's Thanksgiving.
0: No, it'll be the week following. It'll so, well,
6: no, be so a I, I said uh, random
0: conversation. I said, said what are we went, the
1: cup season? I said if. uh Blake wins, then no, we're not doing a podcast. If uh, Blake doesn't <laughs> win, we'll do a podcast with a real winner.
5: Well, because if I somehow end up not winning, like we're gonna have to explain how that happened. I think I got thirty-one yeah. points.
1: I got you. Don't if worry. I,
2: if I show up, <laughs> uh, uh, Blake, 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 the penalties are still incoming. Uh, you you oh. haven't heard about them yet. Well, I mean, have we posted the incident
5: points from Rockingham? I need to know if I'm qualifying or not.
0: I don't uh, think we have we have two we have two admins here
2: (laughs) um yeah we should we should we should probably check on that um yeah but i just
6: don't qualify to be safe yeah (laughs) Yeah.
5: (laughs) honestly i don't plan on qualifying for any race in the off season so we'll see how that goes never
6: mind
0: I have my comments for that, but we'll save it for another day. I
1: I think we might squeeze one more podcast out for the year. Uh, It'll be more of a uh, shits and giggles. Uh, Have fun. Bring on a shit ton of people. Uh, Have a really raging party here. Maybe we can fill up. See how many squares can we fit in this uh, Discord box here. I just want to ask real quick:
5: How feasible is it for everyone who has VR to do what Josh does for the broadcast? Uh, Pretty feasible.
0: So, the only thing that I will tell you in that process is it's not very intensive, but it did cause a few more hiccups than I've ever experienced throughout the course of the race on Wednesday. I think think you have to ask yourself,
2: can your computer handle running Martinsville at night in VR? And if it can't, you probably shouldn't stream. Uh, Yeah.
4: (laughs) <laughs> that was a that was a
5: settings issue i left my my daytime settings on that i played with the day before and then literally as soon as the lights came on my frames went to 35 and i'm like oh shit
0: yeah it, it's There's not track bad least, so. it's not bad other than you're killing your upload speed at the same time
1: and josh has a one gig so he's like cool i got this
0: Hmm. Uh, but i also had an incident to where entering turn three my vr was just like no you're gonna run at five frames a second fuck you
2: (laughs) i didn't know that i didn't know you were having any issues with it Um, so maybe the answer is uh not do that okay yeah i I, I i've been trying
0: to find the right settings for it. i
2: I think if we bypassed um uh, obs i think it would be faster uh but obs is what removes the title bar and all that so uh, that's something to research maybe for next season, and because
1: uh, I think VR view's been cool as hell. Yeah, John, you should never do that. Never, you you blink way too much, man. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's that Cox internet he has.
1: I was gonna
0: say my AT and T fiber is fantastic
1: yeah, I mean, it, you know, we we like to have this extra view, and uh, it's kind of neat. Like uh, when Carl did the, uh, hey, let's see what Josh looks like trying to fuck up a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> Only pit I, stop, I, I didn't fuck up that I, entire I, race. I really, the whole, I have been trying
2: the entire time we've been doing this to catch him doing a pit stop so I could hopefully see him screw it up so I could rip on him. And the one time I focus on him, he's like, oh, I'm going to do a good pit stop here. And it was just very anticlimactic.
0: Only one of the night that I did not slide through my box and have to throw it into reverse for a fraction of a second. Only one.
1: All righty. Well, we'll wrap this one up, and then uh, two Fridays from now, maybe, we'll uh, get together, shoot the shit with a lot more people, see how many squares we can actually fill up here in this Discord box. Let's just get everyone here. And then we'll, uh, your final just pitch. An open invitation. I, You know, we only have a few viewers here left, but go ahead and give us that final pitch for, or not really final, but another pitch for you guys is Snowball Derby. It's on you, Brandon.
6: Oh, child. God damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Blake leaves.
0: He no, I'm still here. I have
6: to deal with a cat.
5: No, I'm, I'm still here. My wife's about to walk through the door, so. Oh.
6: Um, yeah, December 5th. Um, we are narrowed down to five o'clock starting time Eastern. Um, that'd be the 300 lap super Late race at five flags. Um, right now we're up to I want to say 20 entries. Um, hoping to get more, but we'll have another post here hopefully soon. It's coming up like 16 days, I think, until the race. Um, we have a decent amount of money. I'm um, already sponsored in uh, for grabs, like at least 100, 150, I think, for the winner. Um, and then contingency wars, top three will be paid out. Um, I think we're doing one fast repair, three sets of tires. Um, there'll be a comp caution at um, 100, 200, um, just so you know. For that's about the tire range or fuel range. You know, you're not know really no pit under green or anything, going laps laps down. So hoping to minimize that. Um, should be a lot of fun. I'll have practice and then queue. And if we don't get over 36 drivers, we'll just go straight to the main. Um, should be a lot of fun. Uh, got mainly AOL drivers, two fuel drivers signed up right now. Um, some fast guys in there, so it should be a lot of fun. Superlates are always a blast to drive.
1: All righty. Well, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, both you and uh, blake and then we got our also uh 2021 season in tnt uh josh lasted so we appreciate josh you coming on tonight i had to you know give him the official invite in his uh box because uh you know he deserves an official invite to be welcomed on to the ghostfire media as the uh 2021 uh tnt champion so but uh yeah you know i you know we love to be able to have people come on and uh, recognize uh, them for their success you know we Appreciate Alan Elwood to be able to come on tonight and, uh, you know, congratulate him on his uh, 2021 B championship. So, you know, we can't wait to uh, have the next one and crown uh, the 2021 cup series champion. Uh, might be the guy right down that way with, uh, you know, uh, That's hiding because he yeah.
0: doesn't want to show off his wife, but
1: yeah. So uh,
0: I get it. I mean, it could, it could be him. I'd have to get her approval first to turn the camera
5: on.
2: That's true. <laughs> Mm.
0: consent is everything she is the reason i won the sportsman championship though because she yeah uh letting you run martinsville wilkesboro or wilkesboro. yeah yeah
5: if i missed that race it would it would have been a done deal um there was i would have been in too big of a points hole there
0: yeah because also justin with the broken finger yeah i might have actually gotten second
4: <laughs> yeah i know what I'm, kind I'm... of sick
0: and twisted world would that have been
1: you could have dumped Bassini and got first. That's true. Oh, that actually may have happened. In that <laughs> I situation. mean I I, I, I wouldn't even,
2: even been able to fault you if you did that, honestly. Um, because I'd probably do the same thing in your situation, just like I'd probably wreck you to win a championship. I mean Yeah. You, you, uh, and look, apparently
0: you, you, 90% of the cautions we have are for a championship.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and honestly, you you uh, you wrecked me uh, enough times to get your uh, points lead. So, um, we we'll, uh, okay.
1: All right, <laughs> all right. so, all right, uh, so uh, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming out. Come out Sunday night. Uh, we'll be doing the A O L Championship race uh, in the Cup Series. We'll have the voices of Josh Lassen and Carl Henderson calling all the action. Uh, it's going to be our last official race. Uh, for these three series. Uh, we proudly announce right now that on Wednesday nights, we'll be starting up with the SIM 500 league. We'll make a, a truly official announcement here in the next week or so. We're working hand in hand with them. So come out on Wednesday night, starting on December 1st, we'll be, uh, having a fun time with them. They're Xfinity league. They just started off. So, uh, they run five different leagues a week. Uh, so it's f- or five different series a week within that one league. It's a kind of a nuts and crazy league. So, uh, can't wait to see what they have to offer so uh until the next time i'm adam that's brandon that's carl that's josh and blake is hiding down there uh have a good night
0: thank you for watching iRacing on the ghostfire media network